Paul. Hello, Lee. How you doing, buddy? Hello, Lawrence. It's, uh, yeah, I think we're feeling pretty much the same after last night. Uh, you for more reasons than me, but yeah. Last this night, is... I was the UK's premier John Bon Jovi again. Last night, I was the premier dad staying up with his <laughs> nine-year-old to watch the Royal Rumble, and he didn't even watch it. Oh, did he just so... fall asleep? I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I'll, I'll, mm. or should I do it now? Should I do it now? Do it now, Lee. Let's do, do it. it now. It's the, it's, the so, pre it's the classic MOS preamble. Hello, everyone, as well. Before, actually, before Lee, we need to say that's Caterton, the old yes. one 22, and Gamer Under Development. New people in the chat room on uh, Kate, Twitch. Caterton from Victoria, Texas, home of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Wow. Amazing. Wow. Amazing. Welcome, good times. Uh, having some good people in the, uh, good new people over in the chat room. Um, yeah, it's going to be a good show. Got lots and lots of stuff to talk about. It's going to be cool. So much. Um, yeah, of course, it was the Royal Rumble last night. Um, my nine-year-old, Mini Lee, uh, he uh, was over with me for the weekend. He said he wanted to stay up and watch the Royal Rumble. So I said, you know, bearing in mind in the UK, starts at 1 a.m., finishes at 4 a.m. He's still got to go to school on Monday. So, like, right, I take, what we're going to do, we're going to go to bed about 8 o'clock. Oh. I'm going to sleep through. I'll set my, set my alarm for quarter to one. Yeah. Through the pre-show. Don't worry about that. And then... You know, we'll get up and watch the Royal Rumble. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay up, Daddy. I'm gonna stay up all the way through. I said, Well, you can stay up if you want. I'm gonna I'm going to bed. So I went to sleep. About every half hour, he was running, Daddy, how long is it now? <laughs> Three and a half hours. Daddy, how long is it now? Three hours. <laughs> Have you set an alarm? Yep. How long is it now? <laughs> like just all the time. Got to like my alarm went off, caught to one. Yeah. And uh, roll over and he's asleep. Oh, is he? Uh couldn't wake him up. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, okay, no. well, I'm up now, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna watch the Royal Rumble. Oh, and I thought the ma yeah main thing he wanted to do was actually watch the men's Royal Rumble match. So I thought, okay, oh, I'll, no. I'll go and I'll wake up. I'll wake him up when the men's Royal Rumble match is because yeah. he'll probably get a couple of hours sleeping. He staggers through about halfway through the Becky Lynch and Dewdrop match. Like, Daddy, what you were gonna wake me up? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought I'd just wake you up for the actual Royal Rumble, so, right? Daddy, can we watch it in the morning? <laughs> So at that point, as everyone who was in the uh, Discord chat, the uh, the live spoiler-filled Discord chat that we had uh, up and running during the Royal Rumble, I bailed at that point, and I went back to bed and I watched oh, the next morning. <laughs> that was great. I was driving back from um, where was I driving back from? From Chester, anyone mm. in America, like the North England, we live on the South England. So uh, I was driving back from from Chester, and uh, and I thought, well, everyone's going to be in the Discord chatting, but we don't want to be spoiled. So we set up a spoiler-free chat room in a uh, discussion thread, which I think we should definitely do every single pay-per-view. Absolutely. Like, especially the big ones, because I remember in the old-school audio MOS, we used to have the, the chat room used to be up all the time, and yeah. you used to be able to watch a pay-per-view, and people would be in the chat room chatting away during the pay-per-view. So it's exactly the same. It's wicked. Mm. It's really, really cool. There was like 300, 400, 300, 400 messages in there this morning of people just chatting away while the pay-per-view was on. Really, really yeah. cool. Really, really it was cool. amazing. Tez was in there. Cody was in there. A few other people uh, dived in and dropped Sin in out. Yeah, yeah. yeah Sin Corn was in there. So, um, yeah, great so definitely times. If you're not in the Discord yet, guys, come and join the Discord. Uh, what's the link, Lee? Uh, it is discord.ministryofslam.co.uk. That will take you straight to the invite page. Uh, you do need to sign up. It's totally free and it's 24-7. You can manage all your notifications and everything in there. And yeah, we've uh, added a few things to the uh, Discord over the last few weeks. Um, yes. We've got a wrestling figures uh, stream in there as well. I'll, I'll go on to my new figures in a minute. Uh, like every every Sunday, I want to add to my Hasbro pool uh, stuff that I've got during the week. Yeah. Uh, yes, thank you very much, Head of Steel. Cool. Um, uh, gamer under development that's Cody he says I'll have you know Lee the pre-show might have been the best view development between uh, Booker and Sonya oh interesting 
Don't yes. know about that. That was good. <laughs> I was uh, uh, Tess says he was thirsting on Melina during the uh, during the in the Discord, but before it, she botched uh, <laughs> elimination, just, just fell out, <laughs> just fell off. Yeah, <laughs> but like Kofi Kingston, we'll talk about that later. Mm. Uh, good times, good times. Um, so, how's your week been, Lawrence? You've been you've been Bon Jovi in. I Bon Jovi in Chester last night. And that was all right. It was good. Good venue. Yeah. Fozzy played there a few weeks ago. I saw the, they still had the Fozzy uh, plan, uh, like tech plan or whatever. Road crew plan. They played there last night. I uh, played there when Fozzy were on tour. So no one's been in there. I just went into a dressing room by myself for a bit and I saw the, the stage plan for Fozzy's uh, thing. Wow. It was all right. It was good. It was a good gig, actually. Yeah. North, pretty much near Wales. Was, didn't get back till four. It's quite, quite tiring. Ouch. Yeah, that's... And um... I was subconsciously couldn't sleep. I was subconscious that I was thinking, I need to watch the Royal Rumble today, and that's going to be four hours. So I, I couldn't lie in. I was like, I must watch the Royal Rumble four minutes of a slam. <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't think, I better, I better sleep. You know, normally I'd sleep to about 11 or something if I got back at four. But I was like, no. And I woke up about nine o'clock thinking, Madness. I must watch the Royal Rumble. I'm crazy. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> no, I mean, it was... Uh, we'll, we'll get to the Royal Rumble a bit later good. on. We've got some... No. Um... <laughs> All those surprises, Lawrence. All yeah. those all those legends that came back. It was brilliant. All that preview in Tez and me done on Thursday. Thinking these people are going to come back. It was like yeah. nobody. Cody will be there. Moxley. Yeah. It'll be brilliant. <laughs> Raven will come back. Oh, anyway, yes. <laughs> Fran the Cannon with the link on wrestling figures. Right, I'm going to get on the wrestling figures then. Go for it. Lee. I'll, I'll do this quick. So I've got five new figures this week, Lawrence. Right. Okay. Very excited. Now, last week um, I mentioned or showed you the, the Scott Steiner. We had a Scott Steiner promo off in the chat room, yeah. or actually on the stream. This week I've got his brother. There's Rick Steiner. You got him. Oh wow. I've got, got managed to get Rick Steiner, oh, and wait, he's uh, with the old uh, end. <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> <laughs> on, let's have a look the faces aren't too bad actually they're not that different which one is Bron breaker's real dad though that's the question no that 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 oh that's my face uh your rick steiner my yeah, yeah the w the wcw uh, focus. Uh, rick steiner wf rick steiner must have been on some serious uh performance enhancers because he looks a lot thicker he was on ico pro than, than when he was in wcw <laughs> Oh dear. There we go. So there's Rick Steiner. There's one. Um, one that I've been looking to get my hands on a, for a while is the addition uh, uh, to Ultimate Warrior with the Gorilla Press Slam. Look at the look at the roided up. Oh wow! Is look it, at the ginormous. He's shimmering. As look at it. Cost listeners. Lee's got a ginormous naked man dolly in front of him. <laughs> and why is it glistening and shiny? Yeah. We'll find out next week. Um, Rick the Model Martel. Wow. Oh, wow. Lee. That's Lee. quite a rare one. That is a that is a rare one. Did he come with his sprayer thing? No, he didn't come with the sprayer. Just him on his no. own like this. Uh, the body of this one is exactly the same. It's the first Macho Man Randy Savage. Wow. Yeah. Money Hello, for well, break, Shandy. Well, Shandy, I missed the Rumble last night. So to avoid any spoilers, I'm going to listen to MRS tomorrow to watch the Rumble tonight. Okay, well, Shandy. Sounds good, well, Shandy. Thank you very much. Fix my wonky shit. No, Martin. No, it's not wonky. It's the camera's wonky. We we had this discussion last year. We did. Gravity the, doesn't the, work. There properly. is a spirit level on that, and it is straight. It just looks wonky. It's definitely not wonky. Next one, up, next one up is the warlord. His uh, his move is a bit squiffy. Again, it's another gorilla press one, but they're they're not attached. But yeah, warlord. There we go. He's good. And the last one, <laughs> Deb just said, fix the wonky camera. <laughs> uh, here we go. You gotta love a Crush. bit of Kona Crush. Wow. Look at that original neon. Well, I say original. He was in demolition first, but neon crush Hawaiian. They are goodly. You're getting a good good selection. I am. I am. And wrestling figures. Uh, the ring 
is finally complete. Wow. And I've been filming a little uh, sort of video, some video clips as I've been doing it. Right. Uh, it looks pretty cool. So, um, yeah, we're going to be editing all that together, hopefully over the course of the week and uh, keep an eye out for that on our YouTube channel. And, or and if anyone's wondering as well, if anyone missed it, we also got these this week come to MOS headquarters, uh, our 31-year-old WF trading cards after the failed experiment of WCW <laughs> ones last week, which was, they were all shit and just like... Ruined. Uh, it was really rubbish. But <laughs> well, that's good. That's a video going up. And um, we've now got these 31-year-old WF actual wrestler trading cards. That's going to be interesting. Yeah, we'll so, see what's uh, in there. They, they came. We, after the show last week, we were like, let's order some now. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those WF ones rule. Supposedly, if you get the Undertaker rookie card, it's worth loads of money. Ooh, it's like a, there we it's go. Like, it's like winning the lottery. It's like 800 quid. So what we'll do... If we get dollars, Americans. Okay. Uh, yeah, Martin's now saying what happened with the WCW ones. Well, we were all, yeah, I was getting all, to look at the archives. Yeah, I'll post it on YouTube, but you'll see it. But I was basically, short, long story short, I was giddy, like a, like a child at school, excited about the, the WCW figures. And then they turned out to be all crap, like headlock. Fans don't make any moves. Yeah, it was rubbish. It wasn't individual Pile wrestlers. driver. Yeah, it was rubbish. Yeah. So the, the WF ones are actually cards of wrestlers. That's quite exciting. Irish whip to the corner. Yeah. It's, it's um, more like a, a card, game, card game, Martin, rather than collectible trading we got, cards. We got very confused. Yeah. It the, but it's great. all clipped into a video that's going to go up on the internet tomorrow. Yeah. Ready to go. So there we go. The wow. other thing what is, exciting we, we... weekly. Everything's exciting. Welcome, everybody. <laughs> all the cards, figures, Bon Jovi, Royal Rumble, GCW. What? We've got eight, and we've got a special guest later on as well. Coming in we have. And yeah, from I mean... America. God, there is some. Uh, no, Judy Bagwell was not in any of the uh, on any of the cards. Irish whip to the corner is the best one. No, no, Lee got boot the fans boo or something as well. Awful. What did I get? Let's have a look. Irish whip to the corner, pile driver, headlock, belly to belly suplex, instant replay, chop, late nitro. Yeah, <laughs> here it is. Fans boo the other wrestler. Look at that. <laughs> what a card that is. That's the one to pull out of the bag when you've you're really in trouble. Um, yeah, and we've got some uh, some big news on the MOS Arena and a special oh. guest joining us for that. MOS it's Arena so exciting. and a special guest to help us review the Royal Rumble as well, all the way from the United States of America. So it's quite exciting. Uh, Mr. Price said, did you find the Akeem Hasbro in the end one, Lee? In the end one. Uh, I, I didn't get... No, I mean, I, I haven't um, got a decent uh, Akeem. Yeah, I want to... There's quite a few figures around, like Hasbro's around, but they're all, like, scratched up and marked up and the paint's chipped, and right. I want, like, decent versions of them each, so... i got something. I want... There you hang go. on. You, go, you, do the, you do the socials, Lee, and I'll go get the thing I got, and we'll see if I can <laughs> quickly open it quick. Hang on. It's show and tell with Ministry of Slam every Sunday here at 7 p.m. It might make a lot of noise. I think I'll mute my mic for a second because it's wrapped in tons of tape. So Okay, um, well, yeah, do I'll that and I'll, I'll, I'll do the socials. Um, if you're watching us on Twitch, you're checking us out on twitch.tv forward slash the MOS network. Uh, YouTube, uh, you can check us out on youtube.com forward slash the MOS network. It was only literally minutes before the show that I realized our Facebook link is actually facebook.com forward slash MOS network, not the MOS network. So there we go. Ruined that, haven't I? Um, Twitter, we are at Ministry of Slam and at the MOS Network. Uh, you can check out our podcast on all the major podcast platforms, not podcast, podcast. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Everywhere you find your podcast. I'm just watching Lawrence trying to open this fucking thing. It's hilarious. Um, we're on TikTok at the MOS Network. This needs to go on TikTok, Lawrence. 
uh you can check out our website we're back the website's up and running ministryofslam.co.uk head on over to the discord which is discord.ministryofslam.co.uk and make sure you check out our store um we've got some t-shirts some cool designs over there store.ministryofslam.co.uk <laughs> this is the best thing to watch it's right. funny because it's quiet <laughs> here we go so i ordered this it smells funny it's another old resting oh, thing no. and it smells um <laughs> oh god she wrapped it super tight. I got it from Facebook. Did um, you? Yeah. Who? What? UK or Facebook UK? Here we go. I think I think it's another Sting thing. It is. Look. Oh, that's really old. It, does it make sounds? I don't know. The box is knackered. Oh. Uh, it says Rumble Raw wrestlers. I'd make. I reckon it's got to say. Ooh, oh, it says it. It says it's got a voice on the side. Oh, that could. Okay. Get get ready, get ready, podcast <laughs> listeners and everyone else. I will I will get some batteries and we'll find out. Tune in later when we find out if this twenty-two-year-old sting figure still makes noises. Does it need new batteries? It needs batteries, but I have batteries in the house, so okay, we're ready, good. guys. Get ready. It's good. Well, I'll tell you what you do, Lawrence. I'll, I'll give you the cue when there's quite a long bit of news that we'll read through, and um, you know, at that point, then you can disappear off. Or, or get Meryl to... When should we do Meryl Mania? Get her to bring some batteries Okay, in. Meryl, bring some batteries. Pass it over. <laughs> Sting voice by God. Wow, what excitement. Find out later, guys. Yeah, I mean, this is new sound bites, isn't it? For the uh, for the soundboard. It is. Make it, it will happen. Do you need to pull the little plastic tab out? We'll That's find a fair out. Point, I can't Debs. get him out of the box, but... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Opening toys with Ministry of Slam. There we go, he's out. Oh. Let's go. All right, done. We'll put him done. here for now. Yeah, okay, we'll good. Good, good. You nice. Move. You never know. Turn cool. it off and on again, says Caterton. <laughs> right, okay. Should we should we get some news, Lawrence? We've got so much to talk about. Yes. Um, there's should. things about fires and Johnny Gargano and people dying and yeah, there's lots of stuff. Ooh, this is this is disgusting. This thing's what? disgusting, it's covered in dust. Oh, is it as disgusting as the pube I found in my AJ Styles? Yeah, it looks quite cool behind me though on the stream. What so, the pube? No. The pube, no. Okay. Um, I I need a Phillips screwdriver to open up the, the things. So we'll do it when we go to break. But right, let's go, Lee. It's time for the news, is it? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. <laughs> it is the news. It's the news, Lee. It's time for the wrestling news. Yeah. In one of the most exciting. Uh, things that happened in the Royal Rumble last night. The pyro for Ronda Rousey's entrance led to the WrestleMania sign catching on fire. Wow. Uh, various sources have said that fans sitting in the areas under the sign were removed by venue security as the sign began melting. The sign oh was said God. to be lowered and fire extinguishers were used to put it out. The fire was not seen on television. And an update to that, it caught fire for a second time uh, shortly after the uh, after the end of the Royal Rumble when Lesnar won and they did all the pyro then. So it got really? twice. Yeah, mental. Wow. Wow. Um, why wasn't anyone pointing at it going, fire over there? Well, yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's what Ronda Rousey was doing. She was doing the old pointing. She yeah. wasn't saying, I'm going to go to WrestleMania and face Save the champion. those people oh, there. They're in, they're in some trouble over there. There's a big fire. There's melting plastic dripping on people's heads. Yeah, you go, women, go to WrestleMania. still scarred up from AEW from that table spot. So WWE yeah. could be in some serious trouble if they set burnt people's skin off Absolutely. at the Royal Rumble. Uh, the Gruffs just said, evening, guys. Lost track of the time listening to the Tommy Morrison interview on MOS Classic. Wow. Tommy the Duke Morrison this week, who played uh, Tommy Gunn in Rocky Five. 
he is uh yeah we interviewed him 12 years ago check that out there's a, cl- there's a classic moment in the mos classic in the podcast feed where uh we're talking about uh hurricane and i yeah. say hurricane can start a tag team with rosie and jamal and i didn't realize that one of them was Umaga. <laughs> <laughs> and he only died like sorry to laugh but it's laughing at myself i didn't realize that he had died literally like four weeks before that (laughs) oh man my terribleness i'm awful i even (laughs) said sack me lee i think after that yeah these things happen these things happened uh game run development with all those cgi set pieces they've forgotten how to build real set pieces that's true i did go off on one a few times about the stupid right no no we'll do it later we'll do it when we get to the royal rumble i was going to yeah, it's wait till the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah, I've got so much to say. Um, <laughs> head of steel, plastic burns are usually frowned upon, no matter the sports venue. <laughs> it's true. Uh, anyway, during the lights out, moving on to AEW, during the lights out unsanctioned match on Wednesday night's live AEW Dynamite between Orange Cassidy and Adam Cole, former ROH star Dan Hauser made a surprise appearance. And soon after his appearance, Tony Khan announced that Dan Housen is officially signed to AEW. And are we going to be seeing um, Adam Cole start having some difficulties over the next few weeks? Because he's been officially cursed by Dan Housen. Maybe. I reckon he yeah. could. That'd be quite cool. I guess I guess the Adam Cole and um, Orange Cassidy feud is over in theory. Because the, ma- the match doesn't actually ruin Adam Cole's record as well. Because it doesn't count likes out matches. Yeah, so that's yeah. quite cool. Um, so in theory, Adam Cole's still undefeated. And Adam Cole versus Danhausen. I don't know. I, but does I, this take him out of the whole Bucks and Undisputed mm, Era? Maybe thing. he'll just curse Not the groups or something, and no one gets on with him. I think yeah. that'll be the storyline they'll go for. They'll curse Adam Cole, and then the Bucks and Red Dragon won't get on with. <laughs> won't won't go with it. And I, I think what I want to see is Danhausen meet Sting. Oh, could you imagine? That'd be so cool. And Darby, he needs to he needs to meet Sting and Darby and all the face paint gang. <laughs> the face paint gang. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really good. That'd be good. Get him involved with um, Alistair Black and... Yeah. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, be anyway. Um, so, interesting bit of news here uh, from what I reported a few weeks ago. John Laurinaitis has reportedly called Jeff Hardy and offered him a spot in the 2022 WWE Hall of Fame as a way to get him back with the company. Mm. Both reports note that Hardy is said to have turned down the offer and wanted the results from his drug test, which reportedly took six weeks to get back. Right. Uh, Jeff was released by WWE on December 9th, 2021, after teaming with Drew McIntyre and King Xavier Woods at a live event uh, back on um, uh, December the 4th, 2021. And interestingly enough, since uh, we put that in there, the results have been officially released and Jeff Hardy's drug test came back completely uh, negative. Sorry. Right. Um, So no, uh, completely clean. Oh, so So they fired him for being under the influence of drugs and he was clean. That was a, that was a cunning, cunning plan by Jeff Hardy there to get out of his contract. I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows what's going to happen now? Nice chat. So anyone, if you want to stick some uh, stuff in, no, don't stick anything in the chat, but if you want to put anything in the chat, you can do, and uh, it will show up on the screen live. Amazing. Uh, Dan Housen has been tormenting the ass boys on his YouTube. Yeah, he uh, he made a new uh, theme tune for... He did, yeah. Uh, Badass. But it, was good, it was good. good theme song, actually. I quite liked it. Yeah. Yeah, good stuff. Um, okay. Amanda Tustian, the director of over-the-top content operations for WWE Network, exited the company on Thursday. The reported notes, uh, the report notes, Tustian joined WWE in 2010 on the creative side of the company before moving to coordinator of talent development. I'd, I'd definitely leave if I was 
coordinator of talent development for WWE. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. She then moved in the position of manager of WWE Network Operations in 2015 and uh, delivery of all WWE Network content. Um, she was then promoted to director of over-the-top content operations, where she oversaw all network operations, scheduling and execution for the linear and video-on-demand components of the WWE Network. And as of this report, there is no word on the reason behind her exit. She's been she there just, for a long time, then. Absolutely. Uh, do you think it is, you know, th- there's there's more rumblings going around in the company than we already know about? Because, you know, a lot of people are sort of upping and leaving or people that are getting fired, they're not replacing them. And, um, you know, maybe something's, something's uh, definitely Something's happened. up. Something's yeah. up. Yeah. Um, I, I think, so. I, well, okay, if you look at the next news, well, yeah, the next news, news it segment, is, it? it definitely kind of links into everything, I think, Lee. Yeah, exactly. So here we go. Next news I'm Disney. Uh, cut its first WWE deal, agreeing to exclusively carry WWE Network in Indonesia. It was noted that the deal will make all WWE live events through a standard subscription available on Disney Plus Hotstar, starting with Saturday's Royal Rumble. Furthermore, the, uh, the report states that all events will be available in the Bahasa, Indonesia and English languages. Uh, financial terms of the new deal were not disclosed. However, according to Deadline, the companies are understood to have held preliminary discussions for other territories as Disney look, uh, continues to look to achieve their 2024 goal of obtaining between three, uh, 300 and 350 million worldwide subscribers. Hmm. Now, I like Disney. Hmm. Um... Could you imagine Disney buying WWE? Hmm. I mean, they bought Star Wars, they bought Marvel, National Geographic... There's that little star section on Disney Plus, which has got all the, you know, you can watch serial killers on Disney Plus. Hmm. I don't know. There's a lot there. I don't know how I feel about it. And like attitude era stuff on Disney. I mean, there's there are a lot of eighteen like plus stuff over here in England on Disney. So they can. Hmm. Have... hmm. Interesting. I find it. I find it interesting that Disney might. It would save money. To be honest, I pay for Disney anyway. And Disney's nice and cheap. You can have split it between four people. Well, I don't know about what it's like around the world. I split it with four different people, and it's only mm. seventy pounds for the year. So that's it. We'll chip in, and it's that's it done. Yeah. So it's pretty cheap to get all that content. It would be very good. And it's like everything under one roof, isn't it? If you want to watch a bit of Star Wars, you can. If you want to watch a bit of Marvel, you can. If you want to watch, yeah, serial killers and crime and or, stuff or like that. Or Life According some... to Jeff Goldblum. Yes, that's a good that's show. Very isn't good. It? I like that. I like the one about denim. That was, I like uh, the one about denim. Yeah. Well, I, like I like denim. You, you should never wash denim. How weird is that? I, oh, really? Yeah, that's what oh. he said in the thing. Yeah. Are you wearing denim now? I am. I'm wearing denim now. <laughs> did you wear double denim last night, Lawrence? That's what I want to know. I did wear denim, double denim, but not the same <laughs> colour double denim, Lee. Uh, black, a, black jeans and the blue jacket. Yeah, the blue blue denim jacket. Got to do that. Classic Bon Jovi look. I did, 95, yeah. 96 time. Hello, yeah. Narrow on Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, moving on from Bon Jovi talk, Victoria, Vicky Askew, the mother of Vince McMahon, has passed away at the age of 101. She passed away on January the 20th of natural causes. Uh, so sad times for the McMahon family. Uh, Shane uh, celebrated by Joan the Royal Rumble, apparently. Hmm. Uh, so, yeah, rest in peace, uh, Vince Vince's McMahon's mum. Vince's mum's dead. That's mad, isn't it? 101, 101 years old. Wow, he's got good jeans. Not going, not denim <laughs> jeans. He's just got... <laughs> He's just got he's got good good genes. He's a genetic jackhammer. I mean, he he said he will work at WWE till he dies. So if we still got in theory like another twenty odd years of Vince McMahon, mental running WWE. I mean, it's bad God. now. I mean, yeah. That what would that take us to? Twenty forty three. 
Wow. That's I amazing. mean, yeah. But yeah, 101 though. That's crazy, isn't it? That's that's it is crazy. That's good innings. Um Okay, during Wednesday night's AEW Dynamite, the fans at the Wallstein Center in Cleveland, Ohio, chanted Johnny Wrestling numerous times throughout the night in reference to former NXT superstar Johnny Gargano. Johnny Wrestling is an in-ring name for Gargano that he used on the independent scene. The 34-year-old Gargano became a free agent in December 21. He previously said that he's taking a break from the ring. There has been speculation that Gargano could end up in AEW. Uh, and he said on Twitter, I heard you and you have no idea how much it means to me that you're excited to see me back at it. It's scary to step away because your insecurities say that they'll forget about you. Yeah. Uh, but you haven't forgotten and I promise that I will make it up to you ASAP. So he's definitely coming back. Um, it's just where he turns up. You know, will he go back to WWE or... Um, you know, do we, uh, do, do they, will WWE even want him back? Will no, they, they won't want him back. No, no, he'll go to, oh, old black just, and gold. They'll just be like wasted, won't he? Another, another new guy, another AEW guy just turning up who was next WWE guy. Hmm. Mm. Don't know if that's any good. I'm not sure. Yeah. doesn't feel right, does it? Um, okay. Uh, and then we're, we're, well, it's, it's half past seven already, Lawrence, and we're, we're on the last news item. Really? Oh my god, that's really good. Sorry, I'm a bit distracted. I've got a bit of uh, tech problems on my end uh, with something. What's happening? Tech I, I'm problems. I logged wise. out of restream. And I can't see. Can't see any of the chat. Oh man! Somehow it logged out, and I can't log back in. So I don't know what's going on. Okay. So that, that's uh, no, no batteries. No, no. I'm just trying to log in. But that's quick, quick news, Lee. Isn't it? Wow. That is quick news. It's like eight o'clock last week. Bloody hell. I know. I know. We need to talk more about figures and Bon Jovi. Um, right. Back. Last bit of news item. Back on January the 20th, former WWE superstar Keith Lee filed with the United States Patent and Trademark Office to trademark his limitless, limitless nickname and a new L-shaped logo. Uh, he was one of the 18 releases WWE made back on November 4th, 2021. Where's Keith Lee going? What would he be like in, in AW? Again, just another person at this point, right? He very much would, wouldn't he? I mean, mm. there's so I mean, many people there. Like Danhausen is so quirky and different, you kind of get away with him being there. But you know, is there anyone else really? You could, yeah, you know, the Undertaker could turn up, and it would be like, oh, cool. Mm. No, yeah. I know. I mean, I think if Keith if Keith Lee went to Impact, it'd be quite good. I feel. Yeah, I think but so. Like AW, I mean, you want someone like Wardlow to to go up or, or Powerhouse Hobbs. You know, not massive guys. You don't need an out XWE guy, but, but like build one of your own guys. Mm. Yeah, Bericles, we're not saying anything about the guy's talent. And this is the thing. All of the guys, this is why it's such a shame. All of the guys that um, AEW are bringing in are amazing. But because they, they keep doing these surprise debuts and big signings and look who's here and all of that, they just, you just get a bit bored with it after a while. You know, mm. it's it's not a slight against Keith Lee. He could be in there having amazing matches, you know, the Daniel Bryan and CM Punk and, you know, those sorts of people that are in there. And, uh, you know, it, it's great, but the the hype kind of dies down really, really quickly. You're back on... Uh, yeah, I'm back restream, in. Right? Sorry, it's very distracting. I couldn't talk to anybody. I'm sorry, guys, but I'm back in the chat room. So it's all He's back up. in the room. Sorry, I'm back. Keith Lee to end it. Keith Lee to end it would be quite cool. Mm. I think Keith Lee, you'll see him, from my experience of watching him a lot when we were doing the sports hours on... Um, <laughs> on... Um, on on Twitch. Twitch, it was I've seen a lot of Keith Lee matches. I think you'll see him work around a lot of places. He'll pop up in GCW. He'll be in NWA. He'll go mm. to Impact for a little bit, and he'll just be a badass. And everyone be like, "He's around, man." And everyone will be like, "Why didn't WWE do something with this guy? And why did he try and make him into a bear?" But they, mm. you know, they ruined him. <laughs> um, bear Cat Lee. I mean, it was rubbish. 
But like you'll see him being in like he would have been brilliant at GCW last week or like I said, Impact or NWA, and he'll do all these great things. And then ROH is back in April, all these cool mm-hmm. things, and everyone be like, "Wow, he is awesome!" And then yeah, it'll build him back up, and then he'll turn up in an uh, like an AW for an event or something like that. You know, it'd be great. I mean, Keith Lee versus like Powerhouse Hobbs or Wardlow, and just massive guys beating the shit out of each other. It'd be really good. <laughs> I like that. That's what you like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Oh, that'd be good. Uh, Keith Lee's awesome. When you saw him wrestle, uh, I mean, I didn't see much of him mm. beforehand. When I saw these uh, like independent wrestling matches, it was he so is really good. good. He is so good. He's so Dude, big it's and unbelievable and... how good and powerful and quick he is for, yeah. the, for the size of guy he is. And his... he's almost like the modern day Samoa Joe, isn't he? He's got that kind oh, of that amount of weight and bulk on him, but yeah. he can still like fly around a lot. He's all, he's so good. It's really good. Also, even in New Japan or um, yeah, anything could be really good. Look forward to look forward to seeing where Keithley goes. It's quite exciting. So there we go. That was Ooh. the news. Sorry to be distracted on my behalf of the news. <laughs> That's all right. No problem. That was the news. That was the news. That was the wrestling news. There we go. Mr. That- Price just loves it. It is the news. Have we still got the it is the news thing? Well, I've the... got a way around the emojis thing where if you type in keywords, like if everyone in the chat room writes Sting right now and then you'll see loads of... Just eat, all right, Sting. <laughs> and then loads of Stings will start popping up on the screen. If you're watching on YouTube, this it should all fly up, I think, on the screen. There you go. See? Sting. Sting's popping up everywhere. Is it? Oh, wait. Ping. It was. It should do. Sting. Oh, I think oh, you yeah, yeah. capitals. Or Sting. Oh. But yeah, anyway, it works somehow. There you go. There's some stings. <laughs> it is sting. Yeah. Wing thing. Wing thing. Oh, yeah. look, I like that. Yeah, it's good. Sting. There Not we bad. go. Sweet. Um, it's time oh. for some... Uh, for some. Do, do you know what we said? We, we had a quick chat before we we came on live. Do you know yeah, Royal Rumble was when um, a certain wrestler debuted mm-hmm. and uh, it was six years ago? I know. That's mental. What's he been doing for six years? But anyway, I'm I ruining know, my was the, the, the house that he built. He did build a house. And then... <laughs> Why is he building houses? He should be having wrestling matches. It's, it's gone crazy, isn't it? It's gone a long time. But Meryl, yeah. it's time. So if anyone doesn't know what Meryl Mania is, Meryl, my partner, comes in and she tells us what she thinks wrestlers look like. It's the it's a segment <laughs> you've never seen on any other wrestling podcast ever. She might have even yeah. done AJ Styles years ago. Who knows, Lee? You ready, Can you Meryl? rephrase that? <laughs> have you done AJ Styles now? <laughs> Hi, Meryl. Okay, have I done him? Yeah. (laughs) So, Meryl, we also need a Phillips screwdriver somehow as well to open up so we can get this old 20-year-old Sting figure talking. Oh, is that the one with the cross or without the cross? The cross, yeah. okay. (laughs) Right, so, Meryl, right now we are going to do Meryl Mania on a guy that Lee and me have met in person. He was he didn't have... was interesting talking to me about anything. He was pretty pissed off. He had Molly Holly's haircut. But... He might be nice now. Who knows? Because he's on the big money in WWE. <laughs> but here we go. This guy is AJ Styles. He's not. He, does, he isn't a mum from a f- uh, football team or one of the mums at the posh school where you teach kids. Soccer mum. So, <laughs> what do you think AJ Styles looks like? Oh, I think I know. He looks like <laughs> pies. He's got a pie face. Pies? Yeah, definitely a pie. I'm thinking like a savoury pie with gravy in it, not sweet. Oh, oh yeah. okay. Yeah, so so definitely... like one of those Frey Bentos pies, something like that? Yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't the know. The tin pies. Is, but... Yeah, yes. the ones in the tins. You take the lid off and then, yeah, you, with the can opener, and then you, you just whack it in the oven. 
Yeah, he's a tinned pie of... for sure. That's <laughs> what I meant. Martin says <laughs> a tube, a tube of toothpaste. <laughs> a tube of toothpaste. Well, his clothes make him look like that. I think. He does look like toothpaste. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe he's like toothpaste out. with a pie on top. Or, or a pie with toothpaste inside. <laughs> yeah, a well, pie flavored toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. It's not very fresh. No. <laughs> oh, that was I like quick, that. You knew straight away. Yeah, sometimes I just, the powers just know that, you know, he was a strong candidate for the powers this week. Well, so it's, it's very exciting. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it's hard to tell if they're putting a funny face or got like part of their face covered or whatever. But this was quite easy, I think. Well done, Meryl. Amazing. It's a clear picture. Thanks, Meryl. Thank you. Thank you. AJ Frey Bentos. Yeah, don't thank me. Thank the powers. I'm surprised he didn't get that name in WWE. AJ Frey Bentos. <laughs> well done, Meryl. Thank Thanks, you. Meryl. Bye. Thanks, bye. bye. There you go. So, uh, wow. It is definitely that pose that he's got on the TV is, is just like, I'd like to speak to a manager. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> the Pucker Pie one, AJ Styles says the canon. Oh, oh so yeah, um good it's uh, good isn't it? that's good oh wow um it's great being here i'm enjoying it it's good the, the americans aren't too sure about the whole Frey bentos pie situation that the can pie thing so what you do uh that they come like they're, they're sort of flat and they come in a can by you, the way they're shit on. depends it depends which ones you get some are better than others right uh you run the can opener around the top and you've you've got sort of like squishy pastry you whack the tin straight in the oven and the, the pastry all crisps up and then you've got a filling underneath there you go i'm not making it sound great but yeah Bericles, they are horrible yeah oh and that's Bericles. i reckon the yeah there you go franchise, franchise says, he likes food he does he's uh, yeah maybe have a framwich with um uh frey bentos pie they don't yeah. want none again perfect <laughs> they remind me of after school dinners yeah they're a pretty gross parsley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I mean, hang on. Have we got to get to your vegan update now, Billy? Yeah, we not. have. They're yeah, definitely we have. not vegan as well. <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Definitely not. Okay, here we go. It's here ready. we go. So my vegan, and this is the last vegan update, Lawrence. Okay. So let's do it. Bang. There you go. Up on the screen right now. So. Uh, for those of you who haven't watched before, I decided to do Veganuary this month. I've uh, been eating a lot of vegan uh, vegan food and uh, doing some DDP yoga every so often to try and uh, burn it off. Uh, another two pounds down this week. So I'm actually down nine pounds from the start of the wow. um, start of the month, which is pretty good. Again, I've been working from home, so I haven't been, you know, rounding about and walking and doing a lot of the activity that I normally do. So it's been a little bit difficult at times, but yeah, uh, there is a lot of shit vegan food out there and a lot of very calorific vegan food. Uh, out there. There's also quite a lot of shit non-vegan food as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But yeah, again, don't think because you're eating vegan food, it's all healthy. It's it, it's not. It's just oh, yeah. not got any animal products. In. Yeah, there's a lot of shit unhealthy <laughs> vegan food. I just had some McVitie's digestive biscuits. So, wow. Martin lost 15 pounds spent on chocolate. 50 pounds. Mm. Oh, 15 oh, pounds. <laughs> 15 pounds, right. Okay, Mark right. had vegan pancakes. Hey, Debs and Mark, if you ever come to England uh, again and come to our area, you go, oh, I'll, I'll make you a wicked vegan pancakes, Ailey. Come to Lawrence's area. Yeah. They are nice pancakes. Mm. They're really good pancakes. Check that out. And uh, the franchise wants to know, uh, will I carry on with the vegan lifestyle? <sighs> <This is good. laughs> Wait. Do, do you put the 211 music on? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Oh my god. 
So this is the question. Oh, no, I'm going to be heartbroken. I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be so heartbroken. So the franchise asked me if after a month of, uh, of having vegan food, uh, oh, whether or not... so fast. <laughs> that's the coffee. Uh, vegan toot, says Kate. Yeah, that is a bit of a problem. Um, if I'm going to continue with the vegan lifestyle, because in theory, I've got tomorrow, and then I could just go back to how I was before, eating whatever. <laughs> what are you going to do? So, uh, I'm impartial to report. <laughs> right. Lawrence's line. I will be incorporating a lot more vegan stuff into my diet. Yeah! I don't I don't think I'm going to be able to go 100%, but I'm definitely going to make it a much bigger part of my diet. Put it that way. It's definitely had an influence on me. I'll say that. I oh, That's great. I, I, <laughs> I think that's great. Because also, I mean, on my behalf, it's not just a diet thing. For me, it's like an ethical thing. So yeah, yeah. Know, the thing is, like, you, it's a lot of stuff you've had. You have to realize that the consequences don't have to happen anymore. Absolutely, absolutely. So that, that's Which I'm is about. why, you know, I want to try doing my part. And, you know, some of the stuff is really nice and it is nicer than sort of a meat version of that. So mm. I'm definitely going to incorporate it um incorporate in so there we go i there can't, we go. can't go can't go totally that direction but oh, it will be... well, great you can come around for dinner lee uh you and princess of the cat in the summer and when, you know now yeah. i'm like oh, lee can eat that you'd be all right yeah yeah it's absolutely good. absolutely so. moderation the key to a lot of things there you go hmm. that's the the fran, uh, fran the cannon saying that awesome <laughs> nice well done, meal washed down with a steak shake says mine <laughs> well done lee well done it's good that's good. I'm proud That's of you, good. mate, because I sprang it on you all of a sudden. You did. And, and now you just Although did I, I, yeah, I did need to lose a bit of weight. It was difficult. I lost a lot of the motivation, to be honest, with the exercising towards the well, end. You stuck inside, weren't you? That's the trouble. Yeah, that's it. And yeah, not getting out is, is really difficult. Um, I couldn't go vegan, but I've had lots of nice meals that had no meat in, says Martin. There you Ooh. go. I like oh, it. God. I A lot of people last week didn't can believe I was 38. Oh, really? Wow. You wow. Good. Wow. I thought, wow, are you 37? I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there you go. Excited. Okay, so that's enough. Uh, yes, a franchise. I was upset about Tom Brady. I might talk about that a bit later on. Oh. Um, okay, moving on then. Are we going to take our first break of the night, Lawrence? And then we, we've got some big stuff coming up. We're going to be talking. Uh, we're going to bring on a special guest. Uh, we're going to touch on GCW, uh, the Hammerstein Ballroom. Uh, we are going to be talking about the Royal Rumble. We'll be talking all about the card, uh, what happened, what happened around the card, all the matches. Uh, and then straight after that, we're going to have some very exciting news about the MOS Arena. You guys have missed it. You guys have been asking about it. It has been under construction for some time now. And you guys, maybe we're going to give you a little sneak peek. Yeah. On the new MOS Arena. It's exciting time. So, are we ready, Lee? We're going to go to the advert, are we? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so here we go. We'll be back after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey guys, Lawrence here with a quick update of what's coming up on the MOS Network. Thank you very much for checking out this show. It means a lot to Lee and me, and we are so excited about what's going to happen in 2022. If you missed it last week, we have added, we have signed, we have joined forces, we have assembled with the main man, Mr. Andy Evans, and he is part of the MOS network. And every single Wednesday on this network across the information superhighway, Andy will be broadcasting his retro chat show. Go back in time, go back to the 80s and find out about all the awesome retro chat that Andy 
talks about and brings to the table. And podcast listeners, that show will be going live in the podcast feed every single Thursday. So bonus content in the podcast feed. Remember, we also have MOS Classic. Find out what was happening in wrestling 12 years ago this very week. That goes into the podcast feed every single Friday. A very different Lawrence is on that show. I didn't know much about wrestling. Do I know much about wrestling now? I don't really know. But it's a good fun thing to listen to. And it's a good time portal going back 12 years to finding out just when Hulk Hogan signed for TNA. So it's a very interesting thing to go and listen to. You can follow the timeline of what was happening in wrestling 12 years ago. It's really, really quite fun to listen to. Please remember to come and check out all of our social media platforms. Facebook.com forward slash MOS Network. YouTube.com forward slash The MOS Network. Follow us on this Twitch channel. Follow us across all the social platforms. We post content across all those platforms all week long. And please do remember to share any of our content. It will help the MOS Network and the MOS Army grow. And we can get more members into this awesome community that we are all part of. Thank you very much to all of you guys for watching. Thank you very much for all of you podcasters for checking out the show. It means a lot. Tell a friend. Help spread the word of the MOS Network. Wrestling wins. Thank you, everyone. Much love. Bye-bye. This is the phenomenal AJ Styles, your TNA World Heavyweight Champion, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slam. We are back, Lee, and oh, wrong thing, and Cody. Ah. <laughs> Production <laughs> faux pas. <laughs> there we go, we're back. It's our uh, transition music there, guys. We're back. <laughs> transition music. <laughs> there we Excellent. Go. Hey. There you go. You got the right one. Cody, gamer under development. How you doing, buddy? Welcome to the Ministry of Slam. I am doing great. Uh, I survived the rumble to be here. It wasn't easy. Yeah. I think I might be traumatized a little bit, but yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. you know, we'll we'll get through it together. Uh, at least you had it at the reasonable time of night you know you didn't have to get up at 1am and and sit through that that was the worst i would never do that for a wwe pay-per-view you guys are are true soldiers for doing that (laughs) yeah we only get the saudi shows at a reasonable time for us to watch and that's really terrible as well so everyone else is normally very very late so uh (laughs) but no it's good to have you here man so guys we met cody basically uh oh game run development was with cody we met cody uh of course, we're trying to refurb the arena and we got the PC version of Fire Pro. And then I was like, Lee, I will have got no idea what I'm going to, how we're going to do this, mate. <laughs> I mean, like, maybe we should try and contact someone to help because I've got no idea. And uh, we found Cody has got a great channel and series on YouTube. And he's uh, one of the main modding experts, basically, for Fire Pro. And we can't, we'll get to the Fire Pro stuff later, but we contacted Cody and said, Would you be interested in helping us? make the new ministry of slam arena and he said i definitely will and it'd be great to work with you guys and then cody's a big wrestling fan of course and it as well so we were like would you like to come on and talk about the rumble and a little bit of gcw as well with us and he was like yeah let's go for it so it's great welcome to the mos network uh gamer undevelopment and cody welcome dude yeah you can just call me good that's good. that's what everybody calls me. okay good we'll go for it good, good. welcome good and uh, Kayton says, uh, got mad skills. There we go. And you guys will agree when you see the MOS Arena, uh, the new MOS Arena, after the uh, after we've talked about GCW and the Royal Rumble. Let's get to it then. Uh, we're going to touch on GCW. I mean, it's, it's sort of a week in the books already, so we're, we're going to talk about it briefly. 
Um, we're not going to cover every match. I think as we we talked about, there's a lot of faces, names and faces there that we we don't really know. Um, they're kind of like your underscore your undercard ECW guys back in the yeah, day, yeah, people yeah. that are you know getting in the ring and and yeah, they're trying to build them up and get their names out there. However, some of the key uh, matches that we had uh, on the uh, on the show, the big one that was uh, promoted uh, really huge was Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green uh, against Joey Janela. Um, you know, they made Joey Janela look like a superstar, whereas he's a job guy on uh, on AEW. Yeah. And we, we said this last week, didn't we, Lawrence? It, it, it's good to see Joey Janela sort of have some TV time and show that he can be a proper character rather than just this random guy with stupid sunglasses that sticks his oh, tongue yeah, out totally. a lot. It was awesome. Um, yeah. It was great. Uh, yeah. What a great. Like, there was talk before we might see like Chelsea Green turn on Matt Cardona, and it was mm. teased once she hit hit Joey Janela in the nuts. And then he had, mm. a, had a, what are they called? A. Uh, a nuts protector on what are they called yeah so uh yeah the for, for those who haven't been following it they they tried to basically they redid the macho man rick flair elizabeth storyline from 92 leading leading up to wrestlemania 8 there were some photos of joey janella at poolside with chelsea green matt cardona's going what the fuck is this all about what's going on so everyone's thinking chelsea green is going to turn on matt cardona halfway through the match chelsea green decides to crotch matt cardona and everyone's like oh my god She's turned, tries to help uh, Joey Janela. Janela gets up on the top rope and then she pushes him off the top rope. And then Matt Cardona stops writhing around in pain and says, look, I've got a cup on. It was all bullshit. Um, and uh, a really good ending to the match as well. It was really, really cool. Um, if uh, anyone watched One Night Stand with uh, uh, Edge turning up in the long black coat and the motorcycle helmet. Yeah. Um, you had the same thing. Guy turned up, black motorcycle helmet and the and the, the long coat. It turns out to be Brian Myers. Uh, Swoggle was in there as well. All of the major Virgil. wrestling figure podcasts. Got, yeah, Virgil turns up. Um, it was it was crazy, really crazy. And uh, yeah, spear through the table, just like we saw at one night stand. Um, it was a, it was a really fun. Again, for lack of a better term, ECW style, everyone running in, getting involved. It was it was a fun match. Lots of stuff for everyone. Uh, really good, enjoyed that. Good. So we like we wouldn't never have heard of well, we did know of GCW, but of course us buying a pay per view last week and watching it and stuff was something that has, uh, happened with us with the rise of GCW in the wrestling community. I, I guess have you? Is it on your radar at all? Uh, yeah, I I haven't watched a ton of gcw but i've watched some of mox's matches over there like honestly that's what brought me to gcw yeah. is when mox first went over but honestly seeing matt cardona doing what he's doing on the indie scene like the gimmick mm. he's running where he and chelsea green are like invaders on the indie scene is that's like really really good creative choice stuff and the fact that he's getting over with it is kind of like a in a way it's like a spit in wwe's face like look at mm. what you wasted for so long and it would have been so easy yeah. Um, so I'm just I'm really excited for him and for everybody else that's finding opportunities at GCW. I think the Briscoes just went over there from uh, ROH since yeah, ROH yeah, yeah. closed the doors. So it's it's great to see them. Like it honestly makes for this really great robust wrestling ecosystem because we didn't have a really good like ECW replacement for a long time, and GCW feels like that. Like it's a place for wrestlers to go to do those crazy hardcore matches and make a name for themselves and then move on to something better. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. It was the vibe. I mean, the vibe of the Hammerstein Ballroom with all the crowd and the production mm. values. We were saying a few weeks ago when we watched it, we watched one of the shows from Detroit and it was one of their, you had to pay 13, 14 pounds, probably about $20 uh, to watch it on fight. And the production value was, was terrible, I felt. It was the, 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 the mock friends were distorted and it wasn't worth the money for me. Mm. 
the production value really took me out of it but then for this big show last week they upped the production value so much and the crowd were awesome it was really good some of the wrestling wasn't very good uh i felt and a lot of it was a little bit i don't know the, the production value was good and the the sort of dirtiness of the show was good you know if one of a better term. yeah, but yeah. the some of the wrestling wasn't wasn't my, my cup of tea really one thing I found was was the lighting in the arena was was really odd. For the Hammerstein Ballroom, it looked like a totally different venue, the way yeah. they had it set up. And it was just really, really brightly lit all around. It wasn't sort of darker around the fans. It wasn't, um, you know, again, it's one of those things that they're learning, uh, I guess, because they are a small company. They're, they're, they've really been thrust into the limelight and they've had to really hurry up to, to bring themselves uh, up to the game of, you know, someone like a, even an ROH or an Impact and, and uh, you know, in, in quality. And, and I think they've struggled with that a little bit. But yeah, as far as the show goes, I, I think there was some really good stuff. We saw um, Ruby Soho, of course, AEW's um, Ruby Soho against Ali Cash. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Jarrett, the last outlaw against Effie. This was a, a, a really sort of cool, funny match. Jarrett looking jacked. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's, he's got a lot of uh, muscle mass on him. And again, he hasn't, hasn't performed in, in a good couple of years. He's had some time to train. Uh, but yeah, this was a really good year. Effie is, is the sort of stereotypical uh, comedy character and uh, designed to uh, rub everything up the wrong way, if you pardon the expression. Um, but yeah, Jarrett coming out there, typical bad guy. And Vlad, the super fan, the one who had the cancelled documentary, yeah. he was there at ringside and had some interaction with Jarrett. That was really cool. It was good. It was it was it was cool. That was a good match. Effie was good as well. I like Effie, great character. I, yeah. I want to know with his GCW show, and I don't know if you but know about this good. It's like they had so much licensed music. They had Pantera, Elton John, two Metallica songs. <laughs> I mean, how did they afford all that? They are in trouble if they didn't like, like get that sort of under it's ridiculous. So I, I didn't catch like the show, so I didn't know about the licensed music, but I think that it's really smart for them to do that. And I think they chose the right arena to do that in because like historically, Paul Heyman has said one of the things that made ECW so stand out in its time was they didn't have a Tron. They didn't have any of the big production display stuff. So instead, they just went for the best licensed music. And I think it's like an unarguable fact that when you have wrestlers coming out to legitimate licensed yeah, yeah. music that people can hear elsewhere, they become more synonymous with the music and the music becomes more synonymous with them. And that mm. makes them instantly feel more important. Yes, totally. Yeah. I mean, Effie came out to Elton John. Have you ever heard Elton John at a wrestling show? No. <laughs> it was really cool. It was great. No, but I mean, that that reminds me of like Hook's theme, right? Like Hook's theme is not a typical yeah. wrestling theme. Yeah, but yeah. when that hits, you you get hyped. You're like, wow, that's mm. something different. Hook, Hook is the new Goldberg of wrestling. You wait, in a year's time, Hook will be AEW champion, undefeated. Goldberg had better hair. <laughs> i feel like hook is the new taz personally which yeah. makes sense him being on team taz and the, yes, the yes, array yes. of suplexes he's using um but he's also a smaller guy and i think that's mm. why they put him with taz because if anybody's good at getting over as a legitimate threat as a small guy it's taz yeah, yeah. yeah it's great hook's great i really enjoy hook uh, we had um, the GCW World Championship match. Uh, a lot of uh, controversy around this one. People thinking that Moxley was immediately going to lose the belt and then uh, focus on AEW uh, fr from here on in. But no, Moxley uh, comes to the ring, defeats Homicide uh, in the GCW World Title match. Uh, John Moxley coming to the ring uh, uh, with uh, his, um, his his music shit list, which was uh, which is really cool. Love that. I used to listen <laughs> to that. That song was on the. Um, the soundtrack for natural born killers that was the first time i i uh heard it 
and um john moxley's got like a billion different themes depending on what companies yeah yeah definitely um, <laughs> but yeah de- definitely got a really good uh a good uh, vibe back from the crowd and people were they started a fuck bully ray chant because it was after the yeah, yeah. oh bully ray <laughs> uh said that john moxley should have apologized to the fans and all of that crap yeah bully ray is not popular right now no he's not definitely not <laughs> I mean, Bully Ray is obviously the the perfect person to talk about needing to apologize to fans. It's not like he <laughs> attacked Ring of Honor fans or anything in the yeah. past. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Interesting. Um, and then we had uh, the, the main event, which when you kind of looked at it, why did they have the tag team uh, championship match on the end of the show? It should have been the world title match. But then you've, you've got uh, Briscoe Brothers, who are the GCW tag team championship uh, holders. They uh, uh, laid out an open challenge. Uh, Matt Tremont came out to the ring first and then huge uh, ovation for Nick Gage uh, coming out to the ring. And the place went absolutely mental. Yeah, because they weren't it, on the it, card, were they, originally? Exactly. And they made a little angle of, uh, you know, uh, uh, Nick Gage not being on the show and he was pissed off about it and blah, blah, blah. But the the place went insane. It was old school kind of Sandman vibes. If you yeah. if you watched ECW before, uh, it, it was, you know, p- there was like a little mosh pit going on all the way around him as he was going to the ring. People were shoving him, punching him, all this kind of stuff as he was going onto the ring. It was mental. But, um, the match was terrible. And then big anticlimax of nothingness. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the all, Briscoe all, brothers... All, all farts, no poop. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a famous, famous saying. <laughs> yeah, it totally yeah. was. It was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. Oh, no, it really was. It's like two minutes. It was rubbish. Yeah. I mean, the Briscoe brothers have, have kind of got the style and substance, I think. They've got a, an aura around them, but they can also uh hang in the ring as well they can they can put together a good match but and nick gage again you know classic um sort of hype on the way to the ring but then probably can't really hold a candle to people like the briscoes it was a bit of a mismatch but uh again it was it was a nice moment and um yeah overall as a show i think it was it was more positive than negative it was good to see them on a big stage and i'd like to see what they're gonna sort of carry on with from that i'd like to get another show of theirs and i'm I'm into i'm invested in gcw i think i won't be buying all the shows and be good to get neck eric back on as well and have a chat with Mm. him about it because he's very much invested in it and and all that but uh yeah it was good it was good and uh, definitely worth definitely worth checking out good actually worth it because it's uh it's interesting to see a different lower budget fed, a bit like, like ECW really, isn't it? And yeah. these new, and Matt Cardona is brilliant, I think, across the whole. whole I've been meaning to to catch them ever since Matt Cardona like came back to Impact. And like, you can see the difference in the way he carries himself in, yeah. in Impact now. Like, that's what I noticed is like, he comes back to Impact and the way he carries himself, he doesn't, you can tell he's more confident. He feels like he's got something more to bring to the table than he really has in the past. Mm. And uh, it was just seeing that i was like i should really go see what's going on in gcw because i know that's where he's getting this yeah totally yeah yeah but and then on the other hand of the scale a completely different high production budget show happened <laughs> last night <laughs> unbelievable <laughs> wow oh, man <laughs> what happened on the pre-show now i didn't watch the pre-show okay. you know i had so the to pre-show, I, it. I have more notes on the pre-show than i do on the actual <laughs> show Okay. And like the reason why is because Booker was like fire last night on the pre-show. If you if you caught the pre-show, y'all know what I'm talking about. Oh uh, my like goodness! As soon as, as soon as Booker like, as soon as they point to Booker, like the crowd starts chanting Booker. Like he was oh. the most over person on their pre-show. Right. And then Sonia Deville and him just like they kept going at it, and like Sonia would come in for a segment, and she would be like, "I'm in my jacket. I'm an official," and blah 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 blah. And Booker would just like speak down to her like an experienced wrestler because he is one (laughs) and she would get all salty and they just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. 
uh, and Booker was just on. Like he was on, he was selling the matches better than anybody else. And I don't know about you guys, but Booker in the past has been sort of hit or miss. Like, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh, shucky ducky, quack, quack. Like sometimes he's not there. And last night he was super, super there and he was selling the matches better than anybody else was selling them. That's good. That's good. I mean, you probably thought, uh, the crowd probably cheering for him because they thought it might make an appearance in the ring. <laughs> mm. You know, that probably would have been better than, like, that was actually a pre-show thing. They showed a clip in the pre-show of Bad Bunny eliminating The Miz mm. when The Miz was in the It versus Grip match. And I was like, why, if you're trying to push the It versus Grip match, are you showing Miz get whooped on by yeah. a musical well, artist? Like, this yeah. seems really bad. And then he showed up in the Rumble, and I was like, wow, that was a... <laughs> that oh, was dude. bad on both parts. Like, why would you do that both times? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it was weird. We'll get, we'll get, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get to that moment. The the bad bunny and everything that was. Mm. But I'll tell you what, wait, though, when it came, when it flew over the arena, one thing you have to appreciate after watching AW and Impact and NWA and GCW, there is awesome production value. That shot of that whole crowd, first shot of the main show, and the forty yeah. odd thousand people there, it's like bloody hell. This is a huge show, and it was in mm. a big dome. That was, that was cool to see. Seeing wrestling for all these thousands and thousands well of people for like the first time in a long time, yeah. right? Like yeah, that's what good. I noticed was like there's actually a full arena for this. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, and it did almost feel like a sort of WrestleMania vibe. You know, it was that big dome, and and, and you you usually only get those. I mean, last few years we've seen Royal Rumble in a um, in a kind of baseball stadium, and that was kind of the feel they were going for. Um, and a little bit different this time with it being a, a big dome, but you know, it kind of worked for the Royal Rumble. You got the, 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 the cheers for the, you know, the countdowns and, yeah, and, yeah. and things like that were, were really good. Um, so yeah, well, well, let's get to the matches then because we, uh, oh, carry on, go on. Before we go into the matches, because I yeah. know this is going to come up multiple times because it was horrible <laughs> throughout the show, and I know you hate it as much as I do. Oh, Lee hates mm. it. The CGI, when they like did the CGI lights around the logo, it just literally covered the entire audience. And I was yeah. like, you guys have actually filled an arena for probably the first time in like five years. Why are you wasting it with this CGI garbage? The only did good see... CGI was Shins, Shinsuke's, I thought. Blast lasers across. That looked quite cool and realistic. New Days was also very cool because it's video game themed yes. with Xavier Woods having up, up, down, down and stuff like that one yeah. felt like it fit versus everyone else's being very ham-fisted. I don't mind Sashes we'll as well, actually. It looks like it's like you can see through it like a ghost, essentially, the two hands are in the boss thing. That one looks quite good. But some of the solid ones, like Randy Orton's mm. snake and it goes to the screen, is awful it was it was super hit or miss it was yeah. like five percent of them felt good and the other 95 <laughs> yeah. percent it was like this is like low budget it's awesome not cool awful. Awful. did you see where they uh where they had uh well, on the, the sort of wide shot of the arena and you had the sort of entrance way down in the bottom left hand corner they had cgi like video barriers on sort of the top of the structure that was over the, the lighting rig over the top of the rig they, really? they never used they never used them they were just there like why would you put the effort into making those if you're not going to use them for anything wow i don't know that why do they do a lot of stuff lee why do they do a lot of stuff <laughs> true we'll get to that <laughs> yeah but again again yeah speaking of that we started off the show with uh with roman reigns coming out of course with a giant roman reigns cgi ridiculous looking thing why did we need that uh just ruins it for me but anyway comes to the ring 
we then we're waiting for Seth Rollins to make his entrance. What version of Seth Rollins are we going to get? Is it you know? What, and we we start hearing the Shield music play. Very cool. And uh, Seth Rollins comes through the crowd, old school Shield style. The only thing that was missing was the streak of blonde in his hair. That would have uh, sort of perfectly completed it. But um, yeah, him doing the whole uh, Shield gimmick. Roman Reigns looking legit pissed off that you know he he uh, he was doing the shield thing and uh, especially seeing as he was the one that ended the shield that was the kind of the the crux of the storyline yeah, yeah. um but yeah that was it, it was a really interesting uh interesting match and, and reasonably good not the that's probably the best one that they've had but you know good good solid way to start off the show i reckon a good way to get uh rollins over as the baby face in the match as well because yeah. when we were previewing the show on thursday of course we we're saying it's a it's a boss heel versus a slimy heel so then you've got mm. scott babyface seth rollins dressed in the shield gear it was great what did you think of it good what exactly i just have to ask this because as far as i can tell like i don't know what seth rollins gimmick is right now like i, mm. I guess he's just like the joker only not only kind just, of i'm better yeah. than you but i'm a bit <laughs> slimy and i'll cheat and ugh. like yeah he just i wear crazy he clothes seems really like unnailed down as far as his gimmick goes which makes it a little bit harder to get into but when he came out with the the shield entrance like mm. and you could see the animosity in roman reigns's face and on the way to the ring seth was still being jovial still being comedic yeah. like obviously not taking it seriously mm. and like riling roman up the story felt really good there. And then the match starts and they like skip the lockup. And as soon as they skip the lockup, and maybe this is just me, but like from a match pacing perspective, when they skipped the lockup, I was like, this is going to be a five minute throwaway match. Like it's going to happen, even though this could have been the main event. They could yeah. have done so much more with this. Um, and it just like, there were so many missed opportunities with this match. I was, that was the saddest part was I was like, not excited for this match going into it, but as it started to happen and the way that Roman and Seth played up the emotion of it, I got into the story and I was like, this could yeah. be really, really good. And then they're like, oh my God, that if you guys want to talk about the finish first, you can go ahead and talk about it. Cause that, that just like killed Wait, me right there. It's just lame. Is it not <laughs> an absolutely awful lame, en lame ending where he's got him in the Kimura. Or, yeah, uh, uh, and he just chokes him out, and then he ha gets his hand on the rope, doesn't break the hole, and gets disqualified. Rubbish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or trash. He get his hand on the rope. The ref dropped his ref hand on the rope. Yeah, on the rope. Yeah. yeah. He didn't actually grab it of his own accord. Mini um, What's he doing? I did like the little uh, the little spot with the uh, Roman running to do the spear and Seth grabbing him and, and turning it into a pedigree. That was quite that was interesting. Good. Yeah, yeah. That was a good spot because like that plays to me that plays off of like the old king's road mentality of like these guys have wrestled enough that they know each other's yeah. moves yeah. enough yeah. to hit that high impact counter uh mm. we used to see that a lot with rock and austin and that's what made their matches so good mm. and that's my point like to me that's this is this generation's rock and austin and you threw this match away in mm. in such a sad silly way and like i think the ref dropping the hand on the rope is meant to be like some get out of jail free card for roman getting disqualified like he can yeah. complain next week and be like well the ref dropped his hand so i didn't release the hold but like for what they were going for why not make this like a 15 at least a 15 minute match where mm -hmm. both guys take each other to the limit and then roman gets frustrated and takes seth out with the chair which is what they did after the match to like replay the shield collapse yeah yeah I think it going forward though, what else happened in the card? When's Seth going to get his comeuppance? He got destroyed by Roman at the end of the match with that chair. Yeah, twice yeah. Roman came back and done it again, and then it seems like Roman's <laughs> moving on quite quickly to other stuff. And maybe it's for Saudi. I don't know. No, I think that. what they're going to do. I think the reason the match ended in a DQ like this is because they want to extend the Roman and Rollins feud until the WrestleMania feud for Brock. Like him yeah. and Brock are going to broil in the background. 
but they could have done that so much better. Like if they'd have gone 15 minutes, exhausted each other, and then Roman had taken the shield vest off of Seth and put it on and then hit him with the chair, that would have That'd really cool. recreated yeah. that moment. <laughs> yeah. And people would have got it and the story would have had so much more impact. And like, this is what I hate about WWE. They literally have like an opportunity just gift wrapped for them and sat on the table and they're like, eh, I'll, I'll take the, uh, I forget what the, the pies we were talking about were the Freya pie instead of the, <laughs> the delicious feast. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> I'll take that instead of the delicious feast that's been laid before me here. I think that's the way it is there with them all the time now because they get like $5 million per show and it don't, they can do anything. It doesn't really matter mm-hmm. yeah. to be fair. Well, and that, that's what's crazy too. Like if you're, if you're getting the money, I like, and this is just an overall booking thing. Like this entire show is booked to sell WrestleMania yeah. with no thought to like building future talent. And that to me is WWE's biggest weakness is they never think about building future talent. It's awful, mate. It was awful. It was. And if you're, you're making that much money per show anyway, why not build future talent? Like you really don't yeah. need any more help putting people in the seats. Like it could have been so much better. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're right. Uh, now, when we're talking about big stars, it's probably an appropriate time to move on to the women's Royal Rumble match. <laughs> you mean uh, the better Royal Rumble match, right? It, it, well, it, it was the better Royal Rumble match. <laughs> I'm not but saying it was, it was good, but it was better than the men's. Yeah, okay? there, were more su- there were more surprises. Not saying they were good surprises. Not all surprises have to be good, but there were more surprise entrants on this uh, Royal Rumble. Do you know, there were so many, I mean, again, if you if you haven't seen the Royal Rumble, there were a lot of kind of mid-2000s random people who had five minutes in the Divas division that, that showed up. And it was just, you hear the music and you're like, oh, God, it's Melina. Why are they bringing back Melina? Well, oh, no, it's in Michelle NWA, McCall. hasn't she? Oh, well, she's well, she yeah. has. But like what you know, the old Eminem music, and uh, you know, it's when, when they have to, uh, with the exception of one person, which we'll talk about in a bit, that they, you know, it's whatever music and persona they had way back when, um, which was which was weird. Like uh, like Cameron comes in with the Funkadactyl. But that thing. was quite oh good God. to tie into the Sonya Deville story. I thought it did. It did. To be fair, that was but, good. Uh, you could almost see um, Vince, you know, someone going backstage to Vince, right, Vince, you know, uh, you know, GCW, they've got all these like big stars turning up. Impact, they're doing work with AEW. AEW got massive debuts every week. We've got to do something to try and make a, a, a huge impact here. You know, well, we've, we've got Mickey James. Well, we need, need more than that. All right. No, okay. Okay. We've okay. got Mickey James. Oh, we've, we actually fired her. Uh, yeah. six months ago. Oh, really? <laughs> probably probably doesn't realize. No, okay. no you guys okay. got this Kelly, Kelly. Vince was like, Vince was like, I know what to do. I'll beat up Austin Theory with a pipe and send photos to his mother. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys caught that segment, but I was like, what What are you even doing? Know, like it, It's like somebody's gone senile in the booking. Yeah, like, was, really. Wow. It'll still be around for another 20 years if he lives as long as his mother. So get ready, guys. Yeah. 20 more Royal Rumbles. Royal Rumble 55 or something. But no, I mean, <laughs> the thing is with this is that it's like, oh, these stars are back, but they've been back in the last five women's Royal Rumbles. Michelle McCall, Lita's mm-hmm. been back. It's not special. They build up a little bit of Lita to come out on SmackDown a few weeks ago and she's in the crowd or Summer Rae shouting at Natalia in the crowd on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. But it's not like a very special thing. The only one no. that was slightly special was Mickey James because she is the Impact Champion. But no one knew it was her music. When it came out of Hardcore Country, no one really popped for it, I didn't feel. I felt like she got the only like real big pop yeah. in the Rumble, personally. I thought and Lita like, got a better one. 
Well, I mean, okay, Lita's going to get a better pop, right? Because Lita and Trish basically defined a generation yeah, of the yeah. women's division, mm. even though people like to glance over the fact that Lita was also known for injuring people. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, Mickey came out and got a huge pop, and this is where, like, she was booked relatively well, but she gets on the apron, and I think it's Michelle McCool. Yeah. As the pop is happening, mm. boots her in the face and knocks her off the apron, and I'm just like... It was quite funny. We laughed. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was funny, but at the same time, it was like this is the first woman who came out and got like a really big pop, and you—that was the route you decided was mm. good to go. Like interrupt the pop, don't let her carry it and go in and like she wore the up impact belt as well. Amazing. Yeah. And they and the graphic said impact impact, impact knockouts champion. And they said the commentator said it as well. I mean, that must have been part of the deal. The fact mm. she wore the belt was quite interesting i guess and i thought i'm thinking is there a chance maybe there's a chance she wins i did get sold on it a little bit but i mean no chance <laughs> they did they treated her well they did I will say that and and yeah. the way that she went out was something that was respectable and i think that they've done a good a good turn for themselves here in future relations like this by making sure that she was treated with respect they've probably thought we're going to release all these ladies sometime this year they'll go to other mm -hmm. companies but we will need people next year's royal rumble so we better treat them all right <laughs> yeah but half of these people who are actually working for wwe yeah. right now won't be on won't the be here next anymore. year but we'll definitely need 30 women for the royal rumble so we better not uh i did like this what sonia the... deville did as well that was quite good sonia's thing was great like i will say this is the first rumble i've ever seen where somebody came out and i was legitimately just like who is that yeah yeah <laughs> And I asked in the in you guys' Discord last night. I was like, "Who is Aaliyah? I, I have no idea." Oh yeah, she's <laughs> and for a minute, I thought she was like Alicia Ed Edwards or something. And yeah. then I was like, "No, this is just." <laughs> it was it was interesting. I think Aaliyah they they did some sort of reality show on the network, didn't they? Way back, and I think Aaliyah was just debuting or starting you know, just starting with their training. And um, I really didn't stand there at that point. And I you know, thought, you know, yeah, you, you, know, you can tell someone when they're doing these developmental or tough enoughs and things like that, and you just think you're never going to make it. But fair enough, you know, a few, few years later, she's on SmackDown and uh, she's in the Royal Rumble. Um, I did like Tamina, actually, at the start, spoiling everyone. So anyone was trying to get someone out, Tamina would go and smash it and stop them, stop them doing the, the, you know, the, the elimination. I quite like that story. And then also Natalia hanging in there a long time as well was, quite, was mm. good. I like that. Um, yeah. I was watching Breaking the... ground, that was it, Mr. Price to say, yeah. breaking ground. Uh. I was I was watching the the women's rumble, thinking, okay, well, the, will the men's one be better? Um, <laughs> and then, and then I was full. I was quite disappointed. But I mean, I don't know. It's but it's you strange. can't you can't gloss over the good, like the best spot of the women's rumble. I popped so hard when RTC's theme hit. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, that was the best part. Oh my god, when she came down, and just kept on talking the whole time. Ivory, and they got knocked <laughs> off the side. It was brilliant. Still talking. Oh, fell off the side. That was brilliant. <laughs> I love that. She should be on the main roster. Still, she should be a a commissioner. She's about two hundred years old. She can. She spoke better than any, pretty much any other woman. Imagine her. At... She could have been a phenomenal manager for like Lacey Evans. Yeah, she's fantastic. Mm. And there's yeah. an interview where they're on a WWE digital exclusive, and she's just talking completely natural saying she's ashamed of all the women S seems to be teasing something with rhea ripley as well now i think ivory ivory is 60 years old she was in the original glow as well back in the 80s the real glow not the, mm. this tv series i thought she was brilliant and she could be on the show properly i think she should be as a character a commissioner or a manager of someone she's fantastic really good uh, how many people's heart stop when nikki ash came in and went after rhea i was like do not 
Yes. <laughs> Do not let her eliminate Rhea. You've already made Rhea look bad by having her basically like cheap shot her and beat her down. Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Uh, but Nikki Ash, I mean, she beat up Molly Holly as well. I'm the superhero. That was good, though. I was I was like, this is a great way to use like an old legend, right? Yeah, Bringing was... back Mighty Molly and yeah. then having Nikki Ash get heat over her. Yeah. That was good. That was good. Uh, Summer Rae, of course, was uh, was in there. WWE legend <laughs> Summer Rae uh, was in the Royal Rumble. Her, as Ted said, um, good theme, but her face looks a bit weird these days. Speaking of faces, what happened to Dana Brooke? Why does Dana Brooke look like a completely different person than she did like two or three years ago? Must have had some face surgery, I reckon. Well, I like, mean, if, she was she was Charlotte Flair's like prodi prodigy at, at some point or protege yeah. at some point, right? So I'm I'm thinking she just did the Charlotte Flair thing and got like six different plastic surgeries. Mm. Like I think so, totally, yeah. totally different. She did look different, yeah. Mm. Weird. Anyway, and of course the Bella twins. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't not laugh at that. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. No twin magic, at least. Thankfully. No, I, I like twin magic. Shame. Um <laughs> And that Brie Bella doing the Daniel Bryan yes as well. Strange. Yeah, like, sorry, you need to pay some royalties to AW now. Well, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, at they're least she right. didn't concuss they're... anyone as far as we know. I tell you mm. what, they're better than a lot of people, you know, with the with the. You're not wrong. Levers. Kelly Kelly came out and I was like, what is, no. Yeah. yeah. Please. I'm just waiting for Tori Wilson to come out. That was one person I was expecting with the just random legends that they throw in. Uh, every so often that who didn't show up and sarah logan just back again for no reason just kicked straight out as well look quite bad yeah. look like a <laughs> but beth phoenix looked better than her as a <laughs> Viking Mr. Priceless's call out in chat i think the bellas eliminating Liv and sarah logan was like an underhanded shot at ruby riot i'm just saying like that's what it felt like to me mm. maybe maybe who knows i don't know and shotzi yes shotzi was wasted in the rumble yeah. Oh my God. Shotzi is wasted in general in WWE. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, what do we all think of uh, Ronda Rousey then? Why was she all in black? Okay. Yeah. And I like... told my fiance that she and Charlotte Flair were like the John Cena's of the Women's Rumble. Mm. And my fiance made the point that it came down to Cena versus Cena and asked me why Ronda won. And I said, well, because Ronda has a UFC history. Mm. New and exciting. <laughs> yeah oh it's it's like she could have been on wrestlemania against that charlotte anyway and it wouldn't have mattered like she didn't need to win the rumble last year when we were doing this show i didn't like bianca Belair. i wasn't into her character mm. at all she won the rumble there was a documentary on her and then she went to wrestlemania and i got sold in her character and i thought she's she was brilliant like the story of her her, her work in the ring her actual character i enjoyed why did they not do that? Even with Bianca Belair or someone else, Ronda Rousey didn't need to win this. It was pointless. It's just another line. So Mr. Priceless points out like they did the mini nod between Ronda and Shayna. Yeah. So like Shayna and Ronda are friends in real life. Yeah, yeah. Like very good yeah. friends because Shayna's like one of the original founding women in MMA. Yeah. And Ronda has a lot of respect for her. My hope was that they were going to go to the end and Shayna's legitimately the only person on the roster that I can see Ronda being like, yeah, I'll put her over. Yeah. So they could have done that. They could have put Shayna over and had Shayna versus Bex at WrestleMania and had Ronda versus Charlotte and it would have been the same thing, only better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, it, I mean, it just seems like such a waste of having Ronda come back and winning like that. It didn't need to happen. She could have been in the match at WrestleMania. would have got the same amount of buys, I think. Mm. Or, or pay for you premium event buys or however they bill it. And she's going to be on <laughs> SmackDown against Charlotte, isn't she, for Fox TV? 
and get I what think they were so. there. I would think yeah, so. Yeah, like this is this is the thing too. Like once again, this is not investing in the future, right? Like Ronda will sell tickets, but she's not like a new up and coming rising wrestling star. And I know that there there's like a fan base for her. But she's also like a casual fans wrestler, right? Because if you actually dig into Ronda's history in MMA, you start to realize that like she has a really good arm bar and nothing mm. else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she was famous like, because she was different for a little while. She was a new hot thing and everyone was uh she didn't look like a traditional what you'd think of as a women's MMA fighter. She yeah. had a kind of glamorous side as much as she could. And that was why everyone was on the bandwagon. And then she lost a few times and then that kind of shine went. So she jumped over to WWE. She was exciting for a little while, but even then the fans started to get a bit bored with her after a while. But she has done the right That's thing. Obviously, she's Becky raised up though, wasn't it? It helped Becky yeah. become the star she is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's they should back. be using her right yeah like, totally. that's, if you have a talent like that you can use her to build so many talents mm. because she has a legitimate fighting background yeah, yeah. she's never mm. really going to fully lose that shine yeah, yeah. Uh, reports awful. that she's um she, she signed a one-year contract with wwe but can you see her doing that full year I'd, I'd have sort of brought her in to build her up to look unstoppable in the run-up to mania and then have someone defeat her at mania and you've got i just beat ronda rousey clean yeah mate I... <laughs> i'm sorry i just find it that ain't never gonna happen no nobody's gonna beat ronda rousey clean like, no it's just she didn't lose did depends... she? she only lost in the triple threat match she never lost that whole first yeah year yeah yeah. yeah i mean yeah. it just depends what the reason is they've brought her back have they got a, an over you know for, for this one year contract have they got a purpose for her do they know what she's going to be doing start to finish have they got a plan is she there just to look dominant throughout the whole time or is she there to build other people or what's what's her role what's she going to be put her in the ring with bianca belair there's no way that bianca belair will beat ronda rousey in like and that should be someone who should win beat her hmm. it's just that's someone they should at least be building you're right totally like, or, or someone obviously invested in her with the rumble win so like it's yeah. just like why cast that aside yeah even uh. even naomi like Naomi feels like she is due for something, right? Because like she's been so popular for so long, and yeah. she like maintains popularity even though they consistently yeah. try to bury her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think this uh, the story true. with Sonya though is going to be good for Naomi. I like it, and I think Cameron will be back. I think you'll see Cameron on SmackDown. She oh my God. Speaking of Cameron, Alicia Fox. Yes. Oh man, when she came out, I was like, "Wow, that's yeah." Uh, Y'all hit the bottom and kept digging, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bad, uh, bad. Alicia Fox with a good drop kick though. Yeah, but she can't handle a drink apparently. Oh, can she not? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, Indeed. there was there was this one video that was floating around a few WrestleManias ago with like a photographer filming her at, in, in some hotel and she was drunk and she her voice was like cracking and she was just shouting obscenities and it just like oh, dear. Get away. <laughs> I'm reasonably sure that Arn Anderson got released for letting her work drunk too, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I so, didn't hear anything about that. Good to me. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so there we go. Ronda Rousey wins uh, the 30-woman Royal Rumble match, uh, gets a women's championship match at WrestleMania 38, and can make signs spontaneously combust just by pointing her finger at them. We all can learn how to point. This is the funny part. Everybody thinks that was an accident. That was not an accident. Vince planned that from the start, I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was Danhausen. Yeah. Cursing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we move on to uh, another women's match, Becky Lynch and uh, Dewdrop. I'll be honest, I went to bed halfway through this one. Um, I think I went at the right time. 
There was no um, chance Be- Dewdrop was winning this. Becky will have that belt to WrestleMania. Um, yeah. In, I don't think there's too much to talk about this match. But Dewdrop looked good, and it didn't go longer than I thought it would. Mm. Again, they were, will Dewdrop just be in the Rumble next year doing... I, I feel like the Dewdrop gimmick is a, a sort of death sentence on its own. Like, it, it's really not knowing that much about her as Viper or Piper Niven. Yeah. Dewdrop immediately causes me not to see her as a threat. Like, yeah. I, I'm just like, this is way too cartoonish. If Becky Lynch loses to her, it makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think the, the problem you've got there is is that um, Dewdrop or Piper Niven, whatever you want to call her, she is, she's, I don't want to throw her into the same sort of thing as Keith Lee, but it, it's kind of the the gimmick of she's quite big and you don't expect her to be as quick and as good as she actually is. But because yeah. she's in this Dewdrop character, they've she's obviously having to work a little bit differently, slow herself down and just do the sort of, for lack of a better term, big man uh, moves, uh, which is is so sort of beneath her. She's she's capable of a lot more and and, and doing some really good uh, good matches. But again, they they've just had to put her in this role for now. Yeah. Um. Maybe at some point she's going to snap, and you'll see all these like phenomenal matches she, out of her. She's gonna. Know. She's not gonna be anywhere. Oh, she's she's not. She went. There's there's four or five women there that are the main people or women. You know, Sasha, mm. Becky, Charlotte, Ronda. Yeah, and, it's, and then when Bailey comes back, she won't even be at that level. It's just, it never changes. Oscar was there, and then she goes back down. It's... Oh, was anyone else expecting Paige? By the way, in the yeah, Royal maybe Rumble? she's not been cleared. And where was Alexa? Was... Ratty Agent says. Hmm. Mm. Oh well. Still in, uh, still in uh, rehab. Yeah. Um. Anyway, let's move on. So yeah, Becky Lynch uh, beat Dewdrop, uh, Raw Women's Championship. We then moved on to the WWE Championship match. Bobby Lashley, uh, who was with MVP. Uh, defeated Brock Lesnar for the championship. Brock Lesnar came out with uh, Paul Heyman, but didn't leave with Paul Heyman. Interesting way they kind of uh, move this uh, storyline along. But when when Lesnar lost the belt, you could sort of feel that he was going to be a part of the Raw Rumble later on. But up up until that, that was quite a good match. Two massive. It was like the Goldberg, what the Goldberg match should have been. Because Bobby Lashley yeah. can still work. I know at the time when Goldberg came back, he was he was could work a little bit. But Bobby Lashley versus Goldberg should actually should not be something they just cast aside. I, I feel like not this Goldberg, is Bobby Lashley versus Lesnar should cast aside. It should be it should be something built up because this could be an epic feud between two massive dudes destroying yeah. each other. It was it was awesome well, see, at the start, and then it just got silly in <laughs> storyline WWE. I liked it. I completely agree. The beginning was great because Lashley actually looked like a legitimate threat to yeah. Brock in the mm. beginning. And then Brock just started to run away with it. And like, that's when I started losing interest a little bit. Yeah. Uh, of course, I loved the finish, but I'm a Paul Heyman guy. <laughs> Paul Heyman touches it and it's gold. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, and that was a great buildup. It's also, I think, leading to what I was saying before, where I think they're trying to do this whole Brock feuding with uh, Lashley for another month before the actual feud between Brock and Roman. Oh. Uh, so that that can slow boil in the background, and I I, get, I feel like he's going to win the belt back from Bobby oh, right no, before yeah, WrestleMania. Say that. But we still get the title for title match. Mm. But, well, the el- elimination chambers in South in Saudi, isn't it? So are we going to get elimination chamber for the belt or for the other? Why well, there maybe there'll be two elimination chamber matches: one for the belt, one for the who else is the n- other number one contender? I mean, I guess it'd be for the belt, wouldn't it? Because Brock sh- probably would go for Roman, but then yeah. Bobby, oh, it makes Bobby look shit though to lose like that, or to win it like that. I know it's good that Paul Heyman, it's good for storyline, I guess, but Bobby Lashley is is actually very good. I like Bobby Lashley now. 
I think Bobby Lashley is one of the few competitors in WWE that they could have booked well against Brock and made him look really competitive. Yeah. Especially when you actually look at their MMA records, because yeah. that's what they were to they were touting that so much in the the previews. And I'm like, yeah, Brock's like honestly five and five or something like that. And like Lashley's like twelve and two. Yeah, Lashley yeah. was a lot more effective in that. Um that's what I mean. Of I course, think they could build levels this. of competition. This could be well, something I, I think they will in the future. I think they'll build it for another month, but at the end of the day, I think they're just going to flush Lashley again because oh. Brock is Brock, and that is sad. <laughs> Shame. Do oh, you like it, Lee? I I liked the end of it. I liked you know how they, you know, as um as good said, you know, I think we, you you could feel the sort of tide changing when Brock started to take advantage, and you could feel that. Brock was being a bit too dominant at that point and it can't carry on forever. When someone's that dominant as the the match continues, it's obvious that something's going to immediately go the other way. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, I knew something was going to happen with Heyman at the end of the match. It wasn't sort of quite clear what, but it, you know, it, it made it a bit interesting. I think as a, that the match as an entity I enjoyed because it did sort of advance the storyline and, and the whole uh, Heyman with, um, you know, Reigns and, and that kind of thing. It was, yeah, it, interesting, interesting match. It was okay. It just advanced the storyline really for me. Yeah. It also explains the placement of the matches. Yes, my yeah, thought yeah. was like the title matches should go on at the end. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they had to place the matches the way they did for Roman to get his match out of the way so that Brock wouldn't interfere in his match after he mm. interfered in Brock's match and had to put it before the Rumble so that Brock could be in the Rumble. Like, not they didn't have to do that, but it's the lazy way to book it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, like, there's, <laughs> there's a lot better ways to book it. Like, if for example, Brock had won the Rumble before Roman's match and Roman's match against Rollins had gone on last, yeah. Mm. Brock wouldn't even have to actually get involved. He could have just came out on the stage to his music and pointed at the WrestleMania sign and mm. like created a distraction or something like that. And it yeah. would have had just as much, like it would have excused him not coming out and directly attacking Roman, or he could have attacked Roman causing a DQ and allowing Roman to keep the belt. Yeah. Which is basically yeah. what they did anyway. Yeah. Uh, uh Necroeca <laughs> says the finish sucked, but I was happy to see Lashley get another reign of the belt. Lashley mm. hasn't actually won the belt logistically. Well, that was a cheating way to win the belt. And then he beat the Miz, didn't he? So yes. and that's and the and thing is if you look at this match everybody looks good in this match except lashley yeah and he comes out <laughs> the champion of the main he's the champion supposed yeah. main WWE belt silly uh so interesting times we'll see what happens there um match of the night for me i think was uh was the next one edge and beth phoenix uh miz and maurice so much entertainment in it proper awesome. storyline she does doesn't beth look awesome she should Oh my god! Like such a great character. <laughs> she's come, like she's brilliant. She's like a oh, just gritting her teeth, like a like a like a Tasmanian devil. That's what she's like. Yeah, I this think... was my match of the night too. I love this match and the use of the purse with the brick was like mm. phenomenal. And Beth looks like stronger than hell for yeah. taking that brick and then still fighting. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and Maurice doing a hurricane runner off the top rope to Edge. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I was literally telling my fiance, I was like, Maurice was the champion back when there were more like models than wrestlers, and da 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 da. And then she hits that Hurricane Rana, and I'm like, all right, I stand yeah. corrected. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Slap, slap, slap. Grab her hair, throw her across the ring. I'd love to see yeah. Beth, Beth more. I mean, again, like Beth could be, if she's got in that shape, she could have a little run and be part of the story, but she, she won't. It, yeah, it's such a shame. I absolutely love the finish of this too. the The fact that it was like both of them hitting Beth's finish. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
that was really cool. Yeah, it wasn't all about the the guys. They made it about the the girls as well. And yeah, again, this match it kind of did have everything for me. My one of my things is I, I like to have a decent story. There's been a story with a build, with a reason for them to be. Uh, going against each other it's not just been thrown in there the story they had a story within the match uh the interaction obviously the chemistry was great for obvious reasons um and and the match itself was good with some some fun spots and and, and yeah the finish it was just a i don't want to say perfect match but it, it kind of ticked all the boxes for what a good wrestling match should be yeah, just fun as well and they did both... you guys catch the the promo reel they played for that match too because like that was also my favorite promo reel of the night because yeah. when they the way they built it you really get to see that like in my opinion, at least, Edge and Miz were both wrestlers that took a really long time to hit their prime in WWE. Mm, yeah, yeah. And now you look at them and you're like, these guys are it, right? Like, they're the backbone stalwarts of WWE. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it was kind of like they had both hit their prime and, like, now it's time for them to collide. Yeah. Yeah, it was good. It, it, Miz is Miz, isn't he? He's like, he's never going to be the super heel or super babyface in the company, but he is a stalwart of the company. And- Mm. it's good to have he him also there. makes everybody he works with look great yeah, yeah like I, th- I think that's his real talent that they they mm. don't appreciate enough is that anybody you put in the ring with the miz will come out of it looking better yeah yeah i always think he's kind of like this generation's mr perfect you know you you'd back in the day you'd throw uh mr perfect in there with with anyone he was never quite sort of main event talent but he was kind of upper mid card guy you could put in there make anyone look good he would sell for everyone He'd be a really good heel when you need him to be, but he would happy happily get beaten up by the bad yeah, yeah. guy or by the good guy, sorry, and and uh, make him look phenomenal. And that's what too. the Miz is. Yeah, that's what the, the Miz is phenomenal in this stage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, of course, we finished the night off with the thirty uh, man Royal Rumble uh, on the men's side of things. Um, what can you say, really? Um, all the big surprises. Was good. Biggest surprise was, of the night was the TNA chant. Yes, yeah, yeah. When An AJ TNA Styles Sean. and Bobby Roode. There was a TNA. TNA. <laughs> Unbelievable. Wait, wait, they were calling Bobby Roode Robert Roode again, right? Or did yes, I they were. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, Pat McAfee kept calling him Bob Roode. Yeah, yeah. Like that was annoying. <laughs> oh, franchise Shane O'Mac was great to see. I mean, oh, I wish I had a boo button. Oh, hang on, oh, yeah, hang on. Here you go, franchise. This is for you, Shane O'Mac. Great to see, Rob. <laughs> When Shane O'Mac came out, I audibly was like, uh, <laughs> and yeah. my fiance was like, oh, is he like, he's a McMahon. He must be like that bad. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, actually Shane is like the best of the McMahons. He's like the black sheep of the family. Cause mm. he actually respects the wrestlers and stuff. He's just mm. not who I wanted to see right now. You know, I think That's- it was the worst Royal Rumble ever. Yeah, 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 you could be right. Uh, Martin's just said, why do Robert Reed's tights look like the Beer Money logo? I thought the same thing. And then uh, similar tights on uh, on uh, Dolph Ziggler as well when he came to the ring, obviously them being a tag team. Yeah, it did look like the Beer Money logo, did, uh, yeah. the, the, the round uh, Beer Money logo. Interesting. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Again, it could have done with just two or three, not loads, just two or three surprise people in, in sort of each group of 10 people in that ring. You know, number five, number 15, number 25, just someone to make the crowd go, oh, wow, I forgot about that guy. Yeah. This could liven it up. The spot with Gable and uh, Omos was yeah, actually yeah. great, though. That was actually really, really good. Yeah, that was good. Damien, yeah. Damien Priest, you're the biggest one. You go and, you get, you him, go yeah. and get him first. Oh, my God. OK. And, and while we're on the subject of Damien Priest, is it me or is Damien Priest not just like a cut rate demon baller? Yeah, he's, he's rubbish. He's, he's yeah. Vincent Man was like, so what's your name? 
Damien Priest. <laughs> oh, that's great, yo. One side of you can be good and the other side can be bad. <laughs> and you lose control like the whole... That's it. That's, it's just so simple. And it's a shit... At least he didn't... I thought he would throw himself out because he goes crazy and goes, oh, I've got the Damien sides oh. out. And he jumps over the top row and eliminates himself. That's mm. what I thought would happen. But, I mean, he had a good show in last year. <sighs> I don't know. He's all right. <laughs> AJ had a good show, and I thought, which was good. It's good. Did, I, I yeah. really hope we see AJ be a proper wrestler again, not doing silly things with Omos. And I want to see him have a proper feud again and wrestle. Just be a great wrestler. It was great seeing AJ him and Shinsuke being the in one the who ring. eliminated Omos was really good. Yeah, that it was also, good. It also is concerning because it feels like maybe they bring him back to feud with Omos again. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah, I know. Ugh. Omos is is huge though, isn't he? What a what a huge man. Child. That was actually the biggest surprise of the male rumble for me was was seeing how big Omos was in comparison mm -hmm. to everybody else because like yeah. they always talk about him being a giant and it's one thing to see him next to one other person yeah, but yeah. seeing him mm -hmm. surrounded by all those dudes and everybody else being shorter I was like man he's he's huge he's he's and a, a giant man of course WWE's uh, idea of the big surprise uh, was Bad Bunny of course mm. uh, coming in at number twenty seven. And, you know, he had his like uh, little prearranged spots that he did, which to be fair for a celeb that's coming in and, and, and doing things, you know, there were worse, there were worse performances if it, with a celebrity I, in the ring, but I don't I was going to ask if he's like actually <laughs> professionally trained because he didn't look like any of the other celebrities and like no. he actually hit his spots well. He mm. did. Um, oh, uh, Necrox says, Knoxville did throw a Japan style forearm. Forearm, yeah. that was great. He did? Yeah. Knoxville was a great comedy spot. Some great chucks as well. Nice red chucks. I love the I love the old chucks. Um, <laughs> but um, I, my God, it must have been a bad rumble if Johnny Knoxville's red Chuck Taylors were like one of my highlights. <laughs> um, I just realised what I said. Um, it was awful, absolutely awful Royal Rumble. It was terrible. Sorry, mm. guys. I didn't. I was. I was like, this is absolutely terrible. Shane McMahon in it. Randy Orton getting a big pop in St. Louis. That was good. Shame he didn't go the distance. Uh, that that should have been a spot of Randy Orton going a long time. Mm. I mean, talking the, about worst it, rumbles, like this is also the first rumble I can remember where I didn't like either of the rumbles. Like they were just mm. both kind of terrible. They were okay. They just sat there. They just happened. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and somebody um, pointed out in Discord last night, like rumbles nowadays feel like they're just like, spot fest they're just like mm. little bits of spots glued together yes, meant yes. to be comedic yeah. or entertaining whereas in the past like they'd use them to create situations between feuding people yes. so the storylines could advance mm. and that was a way better use of the rumble yeah. and, and stories now it's just like eh, the throw them all in there it'll be fine totally mm. like the only one i'd say the only bit that was a mini story across both rumbles for me was probably the sonia deville and the amy one yeah that was a continued that was story they yeah. didn't even have dominic and ray together like on raw Ray they had a, a weird kerfuffle with Dominic and Ray, and Ray <laughs> chucked Dominic over the top rope. Why were they yeah. not in the ring together to tease that? Uh, did, did anyone uh, notice when Angelo Dawkins came to the ring and uh, Michael Cole said, "Oh my God, it's Montez Ford! It's Montez Ford!" No, it's not. It's yeah, Angelo yeah. Dawkins. Did anybody <laughs> notice when Cole called the power bomb through the table a shield bomb? Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> of course, later in yeah. the match, Reigns power bombs Rollins in exactly the same way, and it's a mm. power bomb. And I was just like, "Yeah, man, come on." So Cole, as usual, is off. He is. Yeah. <laughs> was Kofi supposed to survive? He wasn't supposed to get eliminated, yes. was yeah. he? He was supposed to survive. Yeah, he was supposed Poor to Kofi's hold on. Ribs like yeah. that. That looked nasty. 
It did, 20, yeah. 21 seconds he lasted in the end. He was supposed to get eliminated, so, well, thrown out of the ring, land on the barricade and do some crazy Kofi Kingston handstand thing back to the ring as, we, as we've done for the last however many years. Uh, but yeah, he, he jumped on the, uh, and Mike, uh, landed on the barrier and his feet immediately touched yeah, the Michael floor. Carr. No, there's not one man. There was a singular highlight reel in the Royal Rumble, but Kofi Kingston, and he's just eliminated straight away, <laughs> uh, which was a shame. Um, Absolutely horrendous. It was there pretty bad. Go. It was, well, I don't know. And a shame then Brock Lesnar comes out and wins the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so there we go. Um, Brock Lesnar wins. It's obvious and that well, is the end of the 30, Royal Rumble. Like, we, like, there wasn't a story. For, so... Let's just be on it. Like, here we go. Let's think of this real legitimately. Why was Brock Lesnar pre-booked as 30? Why is there not a serious storyline of like, well, Brock, why Brock Lesnar's 30? Was he always 30? But when he lost mm. lost the belt, did he become 30? I don't know. Because he already made Bobby Lashley look like trash. Like, what were they going to do? Have him destroy whoever was 30 on the ramp and, and ruin another wrestler? Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. I also, yeah. I'll be, yeah, a bit erratic. I want to throw this in. Big E, he was champion at day one. The WWE champion and he lost the belt. Yeah. He just gets limited. <laughs> so that's that's them not raising another guy at all. It's awful. They've just brought Lesnar. Let's make him win the belt, win the Royal Rumble. Big E could have mm. won that. Like I'm not a massive Big E fan, but like they have he won the belt towards the end of last year. Yeah, and then he loses it day one. Oh, just he's just out. He's rubbish. just forget about him. He's not, he's well, and not... you know what makes that even worse, right? Is that I guarantee you Brock's going to get his shot against Bobby because it's going to be the mandatory rematch clause that only yeah. exists when they want it to. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. It was so. There we go. Um, Royal Rumble. Wow, disappointing uh, though because we previewed this on Thursday, and I was saying this is the one show of the year that you can generally. There's two WrestleMania and Royal Rumble. But Royal Rumble. Mm. Your friends who don't like wrestling will know what the Royal Rumble is, where they've heard of it. Now, oh, what are the Rumble? They get into the idea of a new person coming every two, every two minutes, mm. and you can get into it. But the men's one was such a disappointment. The women's one was a bit better what would you score this pay-per-view out of five ten out of ten four four what are you good out of ten uh yeah four seems okay mm. yeah i'd <laughs> say four moments. four erratic agent two uh, let's know in the chat four franchise is, is seven ridiculous franchise you're wrong again <laughs> <laughs> it's totally raised up to a four because uh, purely because of the edge and uh edge and Miz, beth and maurice uh, match i think that certainly brought it up a couple of points uh, and again some of the advancements of the storylines with Heyman and, and all of that that had its benefits but the actual the two raw rumble matches forget it uh head of steel a solid pie and my mr my body 93 See, and that that's the reason why my <laughs> score without being generous would be lower because the pay-per-view is called royal rumble and that was the worst part yeah, yeah. true true totally mate yeah oh man well, <sighs> well, you know what oh, well. you need to look at if you're fed up with WWE wrestling. Not AEW, not Impact, not GCW, but you know the MOS Arena and uh, multiple other things. And this man here, right next, was good. Uh, helped us. Uh, exp- uh, uh, good. Please explain what you do with your your world of Fire Pro Wrestling and your whole universe you've created, and why we came to you, please. Uh, so I, I actually am known around the ModMaker Carl's Discord as the tutorials are on there. I have my own special role because the mod pack is entirely created and mo- maintained by Carl Zilla, who's you know just a, a wrestling fan like any of us. And because he builds the tool primarily for his own use and, and then gives it to other people, there's not always been great documentation. It's kind of hard to pick up. Mm. Uh, it's not like going on Nexus and downloading a Skyrim mod, right? So yeah, yeah. 
I've kind of made a point of like trying to understand every aspect of it. And really that's because I run a show called Good Fights Wrestling GFW and we have all original edits and basically unintentionally, I push the mod pack to the limit constantly uh, to the point that actually when I left from my year hiatus last year, it was because I was basically the bug tester for the mod pack because I found one of the worst bugs to date and it is not a fixable bug, but it is a bug that now has a warning in the system because it's that bad. Um, but yeah, so I do arena creation, I do move list creation, which is a really cool way that you can go in and assign multiple moves to one move slot in Fire Pro. Um, yeah. And we, we really just try to go as far as we can. And our goal has been to like try to reproduce like King's Road style wrestling in Fire Pro. So like on our shows, people don't go for their finishes unless it's gonna end the match. Right. Or if they've faced the person before and that person thus, based on King's Road psychology, should be able to counter it because they've taken it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, so we do we do cool stuff like that. Uh, we also try to make all of our pay-per-views like high production value stuff with unique arenas, which is you know why the tutorial for the arenas is out there, which is, I think, what got you guys' attention. Yeah, 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 totally. Um, and yeah, the arenas are, are honestly one of the biggest time sinks because all the arenas are just flat textures that are wrapped around objects. And uh, some of the, <laughs> the textures- I'll just say, we saw this. I was going to try and do this. And I was like, what is this? Imagine like a, puzzle, a puzzle, so I'm just talking on layman's terms. So good, good, good knows about this, but imagine you've got 17 puzzles with 4,000 pieces and then you're like, chuck them on the, on the floor and then you need to just put these puzzles together. And I was looking at it and I was like, Lee, we are never going to do this. We are never going to do this. You haven't even gotten to the best part, which is that 50% of the pieces are just barely off solid black. Yeah. Oh my God. Really? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh. So what, that, that's that what was, was actually like. the challenge for this one was trying to find certain pieces. Uh, and I actually learned a new trick. Like that's, that's the thing. You learn new tricks doing this. I learned a new trick working on this one. Uh, if you put a, a slightly transparent white layer over it, it brings up the slightly off black values and makes it just a little bit easier to find stuff. Oh um, and, and in the reel that I made to show the arena off, there's actually a, an example of like some of the templating that I had to do to get stuff to work. Wow. Um, but before we do show the arena, I want to make sure to give credit where credit is due. The actual base ECW Hammerstein arena that we used is created by a guy named Tycoma, who you can find on the mod pack discord. Uh, I don't know if Tycoma has channels or anything, but Tycoma has released a ton of great arenas, including three different variants of the Hammerstein ballroom. Uh, I use a lot of his stuff as a base and it's, it's really, really great. Yeah. No. <laughs> I have a lot of hours dedicated to modding for sure. Necro Eric. <laughs> um, but yeah, this one was mostly about getting the right feel. Cause like when I talked mm. to you guys, you were like, this is crazy. Like, we don't even know what can be done. Like <laughs> kind of want this. And, and the feel I got from it was like, we want something that's like a little bit cleaner, modern ECW. Yeah. Um, yeah. And we, I think we totally pulled that off. And one of the things I, I try to do whenever I'm making an arena because nobody wants a custom arena just so they can have their logo slapped on the, the wall or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Like everybody can do that. That's not too bad. Uh, so whenever I do a custom arena, I try to create a custom feature, like something that is just not going to be present in anybody else's version of that arena. Uh, so when we get there, they'll see it on you guys. There was a set of ring steps that were unnecessary, or not ring steps, but steps going to the stage that were unnecessary. So we turned those into uh, some some old speakers that we Very cool. got from a local church. And, you know, they're wooden <laughs> with like a little speaker. It, it looks great, but that was actually one of the, the biggest time sync problems because Tycoma's 
I was using Tacoma's textures as a base and his texture for one of the steps was a single pixel off. Oh my goodness. <laughs> but and Lee, because we, of that, never it done created this, like a weird line and I had to go find it. And that oh was like God. one of the bigger time things. Um, <laughs> but I think the arena came wow. out great overall. And, and that's really what it is. Like Fire Pro is great if you just love wrestling because the mm. more time you're willing to sink into it, the more you get out of it. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. going to show the arena now, good. And you, uh, uh, here we go. So we, we'll be on the screen, but here we go, guys. The debut of the, of the brand new MOS arena. Here we go, guys. Here we go. So we can, they can hear us on the screen as we're talking. So this is a yeah. sort of studio pan around that good made for us. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm watching it. It's okay. probably a bit delayed from what we're saying, yeah, yeah, but yeah. that's that's fine. Yeah. So the the railings right here for the crowd, like we wanted to keep that ECW feel. So I thought, okay, well we should spray paint something on. So we spray painted the Moss Network logo on. Yeah. Which in and of itself is tricky because what a lot of people do is they'll just put the the image on there and like delete out the parts that are supposed to be black or whatever and that's fine yeah but there's actually fine gradient on the railings that you can make come through on the paint and that's what makes it look like it's actually been spray painted on yeah there. yeah yeah so that's part of the process is using uh different blend modes to make that work uh the ministry of slam logos that are on there because we wanted to make this look ecw style they look like mm. they're printed on tarps i went and got yeah, a tarp yeah, yeah, texture yeah. Put the logo on it added little like bronze brackets and strings to tie it to the railings uh <laughs> and then yeah we added grope bags 316 and the moss army logos on the stage uh both of those slots by the way are set up so that you guys can replace them with anything you want if, yeah. if somebody calls in a lot might be able to see i don't know if we'll see it in this pan there's another sign for someone who's got a corner is actually there that's the uh yes that's the you made as well <laughs> Yes, yes, there is. Uh, we probably will see it on one of the pans or one of the zoom outs. It's on a loop. There's the templating image right there. You guys may have already seen it, but it's the, the steps and they're painted with numbers because I was trying to find which step was the problem with that one yeah. pixel. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, and in this pan, you can actually see there's like some red on the the structures that are holding the Tron. And that was once again, me just like trying to paint stuff and figure out like, hey, what is this? <laughs> oh, it looks awesome, hey, dude. I can't wait. Yeah, it's like learning a foreign language, honestly, um, you know, where to where to find all this stuff and, and how to make it work. It's, yeah, what a, what a steep learning curve. Yeah. Dude, yeah, I've, it, it I've came out really just nice noticed though. the top thing. I was looking at this yesterday when I was traveling up to Chester in, on my phone, and I've noticed that's unbelievable. And there's a little bit of tape on the grot bag. Oh my goodness. I'm just, this is so good. <laughs> I, mean, I watched it and thought it looked good, but the top thing is incredible. Dude, you've yeah. got some skill. This is so good. I can't wait to start doing matches in this as well. It's gonna be so oh yeah, you guys got busted lights on the stage too, because yeah. you know <laughs> it's not a it's not a rough stage without busted lights. Uh and yeah, Caterton pointed out in chat that there's a ton of clutter trash around the ring. So there's like piles of soda cans and cigarette mm -hmm. butts, and the bird's eye view right here is great for seeing that stuff around the ring. Uh, which yeah. is actually a new one for me. I've never used the bird's eye for anything, and now I'm like, this is totally something we're gonna use. It's really cool. Uh, so, Kitten, I love the bits of trash around the ring. I love those details. Martin's just said, uh, Francis is in the crowd, question mark. <laughs> no. That's that, that's a shot. Podcast listeners will put this into the uh, podcast feed as well and onto the YouTube channel. Oh, uh, YouTube channel. channel check yeah. it all out. So yeah. you can see But this. there is a Bericles Corner there uh, is, banner. They're, they're yeah. red. They're just either side of the, of the main stage. Um, if you, you check those out on one of the wider shots, yeah. uh, Bericles Corner. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually found out that like for most camera angles, I think we're going to have to flip that. And that's just a problem of the arena. You can probably see it right there. 
So the one on the the right side of the stage mm. says it, but backwards because those okay. things are just reflected. Right. Yeah. So it looks right on the left side of the stage, but not on the right side of the stage. But you see the right side of the stage more during matches. So I'm yeah, gonna flip yeah. that and fix it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if you pay close attention, some of the crowd are actually jumping out of their chairs because there's like a jitter in their animation. Oh man, up. <laughs> it's so good. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait. I mean, dude, it's very, it's so good. So very, good. very, so very exciting. Thank you so I'm much. I'm just glad Kate. you guys like it because this is the first time I've ever done any like arena work for anybody else. And now I'm like, this is totally a, a great opportunity for me to get more experience doing it and also help other people out. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. It Thanks. looks so, so good. So I, happy can't, with it. I can't wait to, uh, to show, uh, to do matches in it. And you know, we'll bring, be bringing back the MOS arena live to the show and then onto the YouTube channel as well. So uh, it's going to be great. Dude, thank you. Thank great. you so much. Yes. Thank you so thank much you. for being on the show tonight yeah. as well, man. Thank you guys for the opportunity to do the arena and to appear on the show and to, can I shameless plug something right quick? Of course. Plug away, dude. Plug away. <laughs> okay. okay. Shameless plug y'all. GFW has been on a year hiatus. We're coming back with a vengeance. We have plans to make things a lot more legit than they already were, which is insane when you actually go check out the show. Uh, but one of the things we're doing to promote the return of the show is we're going to be releasing a full modded roster on Steam that you can, if you have the mod pack, you can just download all of the wrestlers and they'll come with all their modded moves, all their modded logic, all their modded parts, Wow! everything, mm -hmm. all packaged and ready to go. And that is a 40 person unique wrestler roster. None of them are based on real wrestlers. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, that's what's really cool as well. And you get invested in the characters, don't you, for your show you put on and it's really good, dude. Oh, you, we, yeah, we, we focus a lot on storytelling on our show. Like we do, we were doing four weekly shows in a pay-per-view, which is the model we're going to go back to. Uh, but we have like an actual booking committee that's made up of the people that came up with the idea for the wrestlers because they're all backed by a real person usually. Um, and yeah, we we basically did this because I was like, I guarantee you I can book better than Vince. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> and okay. I, I have to say, we have had like, year-long feuds you know the thing that wwe forgot you could actually do and made it work without like getting stagnant so i'm, I'm really proud of the the whole thing nice mm. one dude it's so good thank you so much for everything and it's a good uh good to be uh sort of connected with you now in this wrestling community in the mos community in the game run development community it's all good stuff dude thank you so much yeah absolutely um and if you guys ever want to guest again i would i would be glad to reappear because this was a blast i had oh. a lot of fun even even though the pay-per-view was <laughs> An, an effort in survival the being on the <laughs> cast with you guys and actually being able to talk to other wrestling fanatics is great because you know there's not a ton of us out in the world you don't exactly go to the grocery store and be like so did you see that match <laughs> oh it's, it's subtle is it oh, that, guy's, yeah. that guy's got an nwo hoodie on oh, oh. <laughs> shall i tell him we do a wrestling shot i don't know no, don't say anything yeah, don't say anything i can't possibly say anything. unless you go to a show and they've got a wrestling belt on or, or something like that you're like, oh yeah, yeah. He's a hardcore wrestling fan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that was so much. Thank you so much, kid. Really appreciate it, buddy. It's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys very, very much for the opportunity. Uh, no worries. For... Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, awesome. we'll see. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. And check out all of good stuff. We post the links in the uh, uh, in the chat there. So, um, yeah, Gamer Under Dev uh, is the uh, what you need to search for on YouTube. So, youtube.com forward slash gamer under dev and uh, you can subscribe to the channel check it out it's going to be awesome and uh yeah i'm sure we'll be seeing much more of you in the future it'd be awesome to uh, have you back yeah and like i said if you guys need a resource on the mod pack you know where to come thank you <laughs> excellent buddy.
Thank cool, you man. so much. Right, uh, let's go. Should we do our GX accounts, Adley, and then we'll uh, let's come do back. it. Cool. Fantastic. Sounds good. Right. Thank you, guys. See you in a bit. Oh, oh, there we go. Got to do the transition. We have to. Right. Ministry of Slam, we'd like to thank our Ministry of Slam Arena sponsor, GX Accounts. We are in the lush, branded GX Accounts studio here as we uh, welcome GX Accounts to the Ministry of Slam team. GX Accounts are recognised as a leading cloud accounting firm in the UK. They work with online packages such as Xero, QuickBooks, FreeAgent and Dext. They take the pain out of bookkeeping and they keep their clients on top of their taxes and free up their time so they can do what they want in their spare time such as watching wrestling or even watching Ministry of Slam. If people want to get in touch with GX Accounts, they can do so over at their website, gxaccounts.com. Or you can check out the GX Accounts social media. Just search GX Accounts on Facebook and Twitter. Or GX Glenn is in the Discord. Just sling him a message over there. Ministry of Slam would like to thank GX Accounts for sponsoring the Ministry of Slam arena. Not only does wrestling win, but GX Accounts wins. This is going to be completely foreign to me because somebody didn't hand me a script before I walked through the curtain. So I guess I get to say whatever I want to. I got my eyes on you, young lady. Gonna give you guys a little history story, a little history lesson. I'm gonna go back way before Jeff Hardy was even born, okay? 1993. I got a phone call from Shawn Michaels. He asked me if I wanted to come up from the WWF and be his bodyguard. Thus, Diesel was born. Two years prior to that, I was running up and down the road with Scott Hall drinking beers in the WCW. A couple of jabronis, opening match guys. You'll probably remember the great Oz. Yeah, well that phone call led to the click and that click was Shawn Michaels, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, Triple H and X-Pac. That group of guys was probably the, the most hated five guys in the history of the business. We had all the belts, we had all the power and most importantly we made all the money. Go forward, 1996, I was the world champion. Scott Hall was fighting for the Intercontinental Belt. Sold out Madison Square Garden, and that was our last night. Because we went down to a little federation called WCW. And on June 12th, Scott Hall and I were reunited to become the NWO. At this point, Jeff Jarrett, one of our running mates, compadre, and a hell of a drinker in his own right. So we became friends. We went down, we went down to Atlanta, wheeled all the power. Hell, I think even one of us was booking for a while. We had more heat than you could shake, than you could check a steak at. We were old school. We had all the money, all the power. Everybody hated us. Kevin Nash, 12th of November, 2004. TNA Impact. 
This is Jerry Lynn, the new effing show, and you're listening to the Ministry of Slum. We are back, Lee. Bit of a production faux pas that no one would ever know about. There we go. Well done, Still Lee, better for... than the Royal Rumble. <laughs> well done, Lee. For... It was set anyone on fire. That was quite good. True, yeah. yeah. Uh, there we go. Thank you good for being on the show there, mate. Very, very good. Thank you, dude. Thank you, good. Good, good you was very MS... good. Good was very good. And thank you for doing the MS Arena for us. Wow. Goodness me. Goodness me. Uh, I'm looking forward to, to getting that up and running. I'm, I I need to speak to Gid as well, so our connections are not uh, to find out how to um, put all that into our, onto my PC. <laughs> so, uh, <it's>, uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks amazing. We can't. <laughs> I've still got no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Did I'm happy with that, right? Thank you all. Yeah, it's great. Thank you so much, Gid. It's great. And oh, wow, Lee, we're here. We're here. We're back for we're more back. wrestling chat. Everything's we're back crazy. from <laughs> I've got a, Philip, a funny little Phillips screwdriver trying to open this 20 year old Sting figure. We're on the air, okay. doing a break. Everything's great. Wrestling wins, Lee. Wrestling wins. And Wrestling I, I, started. Season. Well, I would say, yeah, and, and I've, we've got a WrestleMas t-shirt as well, Lawrence, which I'm going to stick in the shop ready for next week because we are on the road to WrestleMas right now. Uh, and it's a green shirt with a red, green, and gold, very Christmassy colours, uh, WrestleMas logo on it, which I don't think we've debuted before. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. Necro, um, we will be doing calls later as well, mate. We, we will do. We will do. We've just got to get through this week in wrestling history, the 211 quiz, and then we're opening up the phone lines. Um, do you want me to, Lawrence, can you stick the first thing? Uh, we do this week in wrestling history. If you can change the uh, graphic, I will talk through the first this week in wrestling there we history. Go, Lee. There we go. Now, this was a big one. Now, the first two uh, this week's in wrestling history actually happened on the same day uh, in 1987. So 26th of January, 1987, 35 years ago. Uh, you're seeing it on the screen right now. Uh, Andre the Giant turned up on Piper's Pit with Bobby the Brain Heenan and uh, challenged Hulk Hogan for a WWF Championship match at WrestleMania 3. Now, up until this point, uh, Andre the Giant had been a face. They were friends with Hogan. Uh, and as uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan always said that uh, Hulk Hogan... You know, if you're friends with Hulk Hogan, he'd never give you a fair shot at the title. Yeah. What's happening? <laughs> okay, you just just sat there smiling. It was, it was a good wrestling segment. It was a good segment. You're, you're so excited about opening that. I can't, so, this has got a long fella in this screw. I don't know what's going on here. I've screwed through it quite a lot. Why is it not coming out? Stupid WCW. No wonder they went out of business. Oh, I've done it. Oh, I've no. It. Oh, fucking hell. It's got rusty old batteries in. I doubt this will work. Oh, Someone's no. Left. Some idiot took out two batteries. Oh, this, this definitely wasn't. This is dangerous. <laughs> got bloody hell sorry this week in wrestling history it might be uh, no, that's fine Conti- right, uh, you uh right, i'm going to carry on talking about andre the giant so andre the giant of course then uh yeah uh turned heel bobby the brain heel and got into his head and decided to say oh look at that that's really knackered that's bad times lawrence that's not great mate i think i might blow up hopefully we can it'll clean up with some fresh batteries in there hopefully it'll be all right um, okay, yeah, Andre turned heel uh, with Bobby the Brain Heenan and uh, challenged Hogan to the match at WrestleMania 3. They had the match, main event of WrestleMania 3, biggest match ever, still watched today. And uh, yeah, fantastic. Andre the Giant goes uh, heel all the way up until April 1990 at WrestleMania 6. And Jesse the Body Ventura, Ventura looking absolutely awesome in his clothes, I've got to say. Wasn't yeah, it? he's got like a kind of lavender blazer on with glitter on it, like some sort of 
Outback Crocodile Dundee hat. Are you not putting batteries in that thing? I will. Yeah, I'm just. Uh, okay. I'm just uh, getting ready for it. <laughs> I doubt this will work. It's <laughs> get ready for disappointment, everyone. No. Um, predator hat. Yeah, it does look like. Yeah, it probably it is the like predator, predator hat. hat. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, and did you know that originally Andre the Giant was uh, apparently supposed to win the 1991 Royal Rumble? Saw that floating around oh, on a couple really? of sites this week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, why did he How not? How weird is that? Uh, health issues. You wasn't oh. um, in good good enough shape. Right. I've got the batteries in. Let's uh, should we take a detour from this week in wrestling history. Yeah, yeah. Well, so we've done the first so, one. So we've done the first one. We're back on the uh, on the two screens, Lee. So this is a 20 year old WCW figure of Sting. I don't know what it does. Does that work? Here we go. No. <laughs> Can we find a YouTube clip? What's it called? I don't know. It does. It definitely doesn't work. It's pretty gross. This. This is gross. I. I'm disappointed in myself for. I don't think we need to give it any time. Okay. Um, I, I just want to know what what the thing is. Is it tough talkers? Something like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I, I just wanted to see if we could get a clip of what it actually said on YouTube or something. I'll look it up. But that's that's yeah. that's disappointing. I, don't, I might need to change yeah. all the battery connections. Yeah, I felt mm. like the letdown at the Rumble, says the franchise. Yeah. That was very disappointing. Sorry, wrestling fans. All right. Sorry, wrestling. And I've got Move old left. battery acid all over my hands. First the Royal Rumble. Now this has happened. It's just a big downer, isn't it? Just buy teddy bears, not electrical fit goods. They should she shouldn't <laughs> have sold that to me, to be fair. An old shitty old electrical goods like that. She probably didn't realise there was anything in it. No. Um anyway, so that was the first one. Yes. Uh Piper's Pit, Andre the Giant. Same night. Uh, it was on Superstars of Wrestling, 26th of January, 1987, 35 years ago. The Hart Foundation, uh, managed by Jimmy Mather South Hart, won their first WWF Tag Team Championship by defeating the British Bulldogs on Superstars. Um, there we go. The sort of original incarnation of the Hart Foundation, the tag team, Jimmy Hart as the manager. Uh, of course, they were they were bad guys at the time until um, sort of later on in, uh, in like 1988. This must be some turns. faux pas. There is no connection between the Hearts and Jimmy Hart, is it? It's just coincidence. No, literally just the name, yeah. But wow. like, what what are the odds of having someone called like Bret Hart, manager called Jimmy Hart, and then Jim the Anvil Neidhart? Yeah. They've all got that and they all get together. It's, yeah. It, 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 what are the odds? I mean... I don't know. Can we can we get that sorted? <laughs> like, what, what are the odds? <laughs> Three <laughs> random people in the same industry being called Hart. Well, I think what we what we <laughs> what we need to do with our big uh, sports stream money is uh, we need to fly to Vegas, go to a big like Las Vegas bookmaker, saying what are the odds? What are the odds? Of three people being called Hart in the same wrestling company at the same yeah. time. They get put in a little. Faction. What are the odds? What 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 are the odds? That's not even what, a word. What are the odds? <laughs> <laughs> Seven to one on said Martin. There we go. Yeah. Uh, there you go. So yeah, first tag team championship. Of course, they uh, won it again at uh, SummerSlam 1990 from the uh, from Demolition. That belt that looks good. cool as well. Those those old WWE belts look very very cool, don't they? The original tag team champion belts, mm. and they hung around for a long time, didn't they? Through a lot of the Attitude Era, and then they changed. They, they were they still the belts when it was the SmackDown when SmackDown had the blue belts. Uh, they were. The there were some bit. very slightly different belts. Um, the Canon's just supposed to link in there. Check that out, Lawrence, see if it's the same thing. If it doesn't play play music, though, Canon, I can't have music playing. Yeah. Oh. Um, it's no, the same one. That's not it. Oh, okay. I know it might be. Hang on. <laughs> sting ya. Oh, hang on. Stinger, and I'll sting ya. <laughs> I'm 
the stinger and I'll sting ya. That's not a sting. I'm the stinger I'm and the I'll stinger. sting ya. That's definitely not a sting, saying that. I'm the How often... and I'll sting ya. Hang on, I'm just a bit sure. Maybe I pressed him in the wrong bit. I'm... I think you might need to press him on his tummy. Really? Give it a go. Give it a go. Right, try take two, ladies and gentlemen. Let's see if it works. Oh, this, this is gross. It's too much. Battery. <laughs> There's battery acid everywhere, Lee. I'm... <laughs> this is the trouble we... No. No. You haven't got to turn it, like, flip the power switch on the bottom or anything, have you? No. I don't, I'm worried that Stinger will actually sting me with all this battery acid all over me. Sorry, wrestling fans, it failed. If I was going oh. in the bin. Pressed him in the wrong bit. Uh, so, how often does Sting actually say, I'm the Stinger and I'm going to sting you? Did he ever say that? I don't know. <laughs> but you know what's going to happen? This is going to go on the soundboard. Oh, no, this is definitely the wrong one. Anyway, distracted. Okay. Anyway, uh, Heart Foundation win the titles from the <laughs> British Bulldogs in 1987. Uh, next up, uh, last one, 28th of January, 1991, 31 years ago. Paul Bearer debuted on the Brother Love Show as The Undertaker's new manager. Um, there he is. Lovely picture of uh, Mark Calloway, The Undertaker, with Paul Bearer. Yeah. Uh, up until this point, of course, it had been managed by Brother Love, uh, but it took Brother Love away from uh, being on the Brother Love Show, and it kind of didn't really go. The personas didn't really didn't work, work out. So Paul Bearer was much better for The Undertaker and, of course, stuck with him throughout his career. He did, and it was weird because uh, uh, Brother Love's like, I'm going to introduce a new guy called Bearer. And yeah, then, and then brother he comes out and, and then, bearer. Brother Bearer, what's your first name? And it's like Paul. Oh. And then Vince went, <laughs> Paul Bearer. Mm. On the commentary. But yeah. Yeah. Wow, he had a legendary career. One on Fred Percy Pringle. Yeah, I I don't like him. You never like him. No, we, we had an altercation back in the day. Really? Do tell. So my first show that I did, um, I think it was uh early days of the squared circle, potentially. Right. Um we uh, I, I emailed him, said, do you want to, would you be all right coming on? He wasn't with WWE at the time. Do you want to come on, have a, do a quick interview? That would be really cool. So, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we'll, I'm not sure when for the moment, but yeah, definitely luck for it. So, uh, yeah, if you can, um, yeah, let me know. I'll let you know when I'm available and we'll, we'll get something booked in. Yeah, cool, brilliant. Um, so I made up, you know, what I'm like, I made up a little graphic, posted it on our website. Yeah, yeah, coming yeah. soon, interview with Paul Bearer. He then emailed me and said, uh, the fact that you've started promoting it shows unprofessionalism because we haven't got anything booked in the diary. I will not be doing the interview. Oh, my God. I'm like, you absolute bellend. You said you would. So that's why I started Mom. advertising it. Um, and I never liked Paul Bearer from that point onwards. Oh, my goodness. Paul Bearer. There we go. Not, uh, creating lots of negative energy there for no reason. Yeah. I preferred him when he was a hologram. Uh, oh, yes. Just going with that. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. Uh, that's this week in wrestling history with a lot of speed bumps through it. <laughs> wow, I'm very disappointed in that Sting figure. She said that was new, but the box was knackered. Clearly not new. Um, I might need to, to sort that out. Yeah, do a bit of a refund or something. or Because, mm. you know, I mean, you can clearly say... Because it wouldn't have come with the batteries installed, would it? No. no and no. the box was already open. And I only so... had two of the three batteries. So yeah. I'll write a strongly worded address. Hello, excuse me. I am a massive Sting fan. <laughs> And I'm very, very disappointed that I just bought this 22-year-old Sting figure off you, and it does not work. I wanted to put it on every morning for myself, when, and so Sting could say he's a stinger and he was going to sting me to motivate me for my day. And now my day cannot be motivated because my Sting figure that I bought from you doesn't work. 
<laughs> do you want me to phone you up every morning and say, Lawrence, I'm the stinger and I'm going to sting you. <laughs> and then you don't be set for the day. Yes. I'm making a loss of enjoyment claim, as Martin says. <laughs> loss of enjoyment. <laughs> Can't believe it. Oh, wow. Okay, um, we're rapidly approaching phone calls time, and there's a few people that want to call in tonight. Uh, we're going to quickly do <laughs> whilst eating my toast, says Head of Steel. Yeah. Well, <gasps> having my peanut butter on toast, I was to be told by Sting <laughs> that I'm the stinger. Now, he's the stinger, he's going to sting me, and I can't be stung. <laughs> I was going uh, to go to work with my wrestling belt on, and now I just feel like I'm not motivated to do that. I will not go to work with my belt on. I don't think I'm going to see anyone today. <laughs> uh, right, 211 quiz. Yes. Uh, let, let's get to it. So 211 quiz, if you're new to Ministry of Slam, 211 quiz, what we do. There's a cool piece of music that Lawrence found. The last two minutes and 11 seconds, uh, Lawrence will be giving me facts uh, this week about a uh, wrestler whose birthday is this week. And uh, I've got to guess who it is from some of the facts on the internet. Yes. Um, and we, we switch each week. So next week I'll be asking Lawrence questions and I'll have picked out a wrestler. So. I remember, guys, 2022, the tides are turning. Two weeks ago, Lee didn't get it. And last week I, didn't. I did. So, wow. you know, and I... If I mess this one up, there could be a bit of a problem. I don't know anything about wrestling. So, as you can tell. But here we go. <laughs> so here we go. Are you ready for the 211 uh, quiz, Lee? I'm ready. I've got my WWE coffee. Here we go. Uh, it's all ready to go. Mm. So here we go. Right, take your sip of coffee and then we will start. The 211 quiz starts now. Born January 31st, 1966. Right. This man is a man. He's a professional wrestler, <laughs> actor, and he played another sport that right. is involving balls. Football. No. Okay. Oh. His early life, he lived in South America. I'm not going to give away all the hits. So he comes from South America. He had right. a career in this other sport and played for the national team, then also ended up in the NBA. So the sport is basketball league. Basketball. Okay. Um... Jesus Christ, who did basketball? Elegante. You've done it, Lee! Oh shit, was it? <laughs> That's the only. It was either it. Elegante or Kevin Nash. They're the only two people. Damn it, I knew basketball would give it away. You've done it, Lee. Argentina, wasn't he? Yeah, the Argentina. Damn it. <laughs> there we go, done. Do you know he wrestled in New Japan in 1995? Well done, Lee, you did it. Did he? Yeah. 1995. Did he wrestle as Giant Gonzalez with all the like naked suit on or uh, Elegante? Uh, I, I don't know about that, but I do know that I, I, I remember now. He was in an episode of Baywatch where he uh, sheathed pelicans out of blocks of wood for a, for a Hobie, and Mitch was like, and Mitch didn't know about it. And then Hobie was like, "Oh, look at this! We need to help this man." And then they did help him in the end because he couldn't talk, so he wow. sheathed, um, he cut, carved pelicans out of wood for Hobie. That's that's amazing. And so he's in Baywatch. What, what a nice bloke. Yeah. Um, now, in real life, did you know, and again, this is from the Bruce Pritchard podcast, that um, Harvey Whippleman, um, yeah. he managed him when he was in WWE, uh, when his health issues started to get be a bit of a problem, Elegante, moved back home with his family to Argentina, hardly had any money. Harvey Whippleman, still working for the WWE, was sending him over money to try and support him and his oh, family. Wow. That's really nice, isn't it? That is really nice. That is really, uh, maybe a really nice guy. In, uh, in 1991, he's the 112th best wrestler out of 500. No. Yeah, and in, in 1993, yeah. he dropped down to 498 out of 500. I'm not surprised. PWI 500. Uh, just elephant in the ring. Uh, GX Glenn has changed his name to Glenn House. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> well done, Glenn. Amazing, amazing. Right, shall we open up the phone lines, Lawrence? There's a few people I think that want to get on board this evening. So uh, let's. Uh, the phone open lines the phone are lines. open. There we go. Mm. Uh, erratic agent achieved 501 on the list. If it's good enough for Walter, says Glenn. So before the phone calls, Lee, coming out mm. this week on the NYS Network, you are back on Retro Chat this Wednesday with Andy. I am back on uh, on uh, Retro Chat with Andy, and we're going to be debating uh, Jim Cornette versus Bobby the Brain Heenan, who is the greatest wrestling manager of all time. I've got the easiest job because I'm going to be talking, I'm going to be debating for Bobby the Brain Heenan as the greatest wrestling manager of all time. I think that's easy. And that show will be live across all the MOS Network this Wednesday, 8 p.m. UK, and then the podcast feed Thursday. So Correct them and go. Good. Yeah. Um, okay, so we've uh, got our first caller. He's just coming on live now. And um, I believe it's going to be our good friend from Canada. Oh, okay. Three cams. Just connecting to audio. There we go. There, there go, we I go. Put, Hello. I could put, put your name under your thing as well. Wow. There you go. Off. <laughs> professionalism say GCW, Hello. but how you doing dude you're right good good how are you guys doing good thanks man good to see you good good just interested in maybe talking about what's going to coming up this week uh, i'm not sure if you guys are going to be checking out uh, gcw oh right, coming yeah. out next weekend wait before that what did you think about the show last week the GCW. As, as a hardcore gcw fan what did you think i thought eyes on eyes off really so it got some eyes on, yeah. But I think most of those people ended up taking their eyes off of it afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the results, the rush, the pay per view, traditional pay per view time restraints, uh, and whatever else, you know. Yeah, it was. Um, but some of it was great, and some of it was quite meh. Yeah, like I mean, I wouldn't give it a great rating personally. I thought it was kind of rough, but mm. I mean. Well, was it worth the money? I don't know. That's the one that I don't even know if it was worth the money at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was kind of. Uh, I, it's rough. It's hard to say. It's 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 unfortunate, but um, like I said, I think it got them some exposure, but I'm not sure if it was positive. Uh, we'll have to see how it works in the long term. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Lee, will you be buying their next pay per view next week? I. Week? It's going to be I think... good. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I'm interested to see kind of what happens next. You know, they had their their big shot to to make it on a, on a big stage with a lot of eyes on them. I'm interested to see now if they've uh, metaphorically blown their load on the one show and are they going to go back <laughs> to how it was before or, or you know, and, and how they're going to market it. Are they going to go back to sort of catering for a lot of the original GCW fans? Are they going to, you know, allow it to be more, more accessible to some of the mainstream guys? Are they going to keep people around like Jarrah? You know, what's... Yeah, I, I'm just interested to see what route it's going to take. I, I think I'd be interested to see what ca- what the card would be if they're going to announce that beforehand. Um, yeah, I, I, I'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful for them. I still do. Uh, yeah, I like the product. Did you, Eric? Did you like the um, the, the one thing that was a little bit off putting for me was how bright the arena was. Um, it was obviously very well lit, but the yeah, whole was, arena was really bright. It was and... really, really bright. They didn't have any dims on the on the fans. You know, mm. I thought maybe they'd have yeah. a little bit of a dim on the fans because at least then you can still see. You want the action. You don't want the action to be too dark, right? But, no, yeah. no, exactly. Um, uh, I did find it a bit bright. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple times where New Japan Pro Wrestling mm. or Japanese promotions will go to a very, very bright venue like that. Mm. It kind of it's a little bit different of a feel for the show for sure. Mm. Because you do want it to to feel a little bit dark and grungy in places. Yeah, um, especially the around the crowd. Mm, definitely. Yes, yes, absolutely. 
So uh, sometimes yeah. GCW, like they were in that industrial building, and in, I think it was the one, the second show last week before. Yeah, the yeah. one where, that Jared uh, was there. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was a pretty li- well lit, uh, overly lit, I guess, if you can say, venue yeah. as well. So it happens, I guess, you know, it's, it depends. Yeah. But some people don't mind it. I kind of, imp- I don't know. I'm okay with both ways. Sometimes I prefer the ambience, though, of that dark, uh, you know, it depends. Yeah. It's really, yeah. it's production, right? So mm. at least it's not like Raw and SmackDown when it's, uh, you know, it looks exactly the same every single mm. week, no matter what arena it's from. You could sort of almost, sort of look at watch five seconds of a gcw show and oh i remember that one that was when they're in detroit and they're in that nightclub and kevin nash was there oh that was the one the following yeah, night yeah, that was yeah. when uh, you know you, you kind of yeah. get a feel kind of like you or do with like oh that nights. cool background with the chandeliers right like like that yes. one the boathouse with the oh chandeliers, that was great like, yeah 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 yeah, Stuff yeah, like, yeah i love that that's what i love because when we were doing the sports hours on twitch we had to watch a lot of the was mm. other uh, wrestling I, I thought stuff and they were like it wasn't um gcw wrestling on a, on a pier near the beach and then you know <laughs> like some some rock festival it's just like the different vibes to the wrestling it's so good to watch it in different places and i really hope is. i do yeah. hope gcw does continue that uh which i'm sure they i assume will. they will they're pretty yeah. good at uh, booking uh, i know they're coming back to the boathouse for the second part of their february because they're doing two shows coming up here this weekend mm. and then they're doing another two shows uh near the end of february so wow. should be, yeah, they're, they're, those should be really good, though. I'm really looking forward to them. So Cool, cool, cool. That's going to be cool. Yeah, and there's quite a few other things coming up this week. I made a little list because there's actually so much. Wow. Uh, so, uh, well, just past, there was uh, on uh, IWTV, there was a Hustle and Gold tournament for uh, Hustle, uh, Hardcore Hustle Organization's uh, tournament to crown their new world champion. Mm-hmm. Right. So I guess their old champ, like the old champion was Tremont, but he, let the belt go to to crown a new one i guess right it was kind of a i didn't really understand that storyline that they did but anyways there was that it was pretty solid that was this weekend and then monday we got a crazy new fear city uh pro show which is like no ring and they just do a death match with no ring really and then there's uh there's dancers with the booty <laughs> you know <laughs> so booty. it's, it's kind of yeah the booty the dance like the go-go dancers they call them oh wow there's the the twerking so that's twerking. always nice with the deathmatch blood and booty uh, you can't go wrong deathmatch so that sounds good. like some some uh, deathmatch blood and booty some, some yeah, yeah, that's a, a new that's like a motley crew so, song yeah. <laughs> it's pretty it's pretty fun that's on monday which is tomorrow and then tuesday we got uh, a new self pro wrestling show which should be pretty good that's some just standard indie wrestling mm-hmm. uh throughout the week as well pro wrestling grind uh, they got this show called. I don't know if you guys ever seen uh, the Mask Singer. Yes. Oh yeah. They, they got this uh, spoof on IWTV where it's like the Masked uh, Wrestler, where they okay. put a bunch of uh, indie wrestlers under a mask and they have matches. Right. And then when you lose, uh, the judges got to try and guess who they think it was based on their wrestling. And then wow. when they lose, they got to uh, reveal their identity. Oh really? That's crazy yeah so, so it's basically based off the same type of uh, formula as a television show that's good. so my girlfriend came up with uh that idea like a couple of weeks ago so we should do that on like meryl mania we should get like a picture of a wrestler just put a mask on him and then like we've got to guess who it is remember meryl doesn't know any wrestlers apart no, from true. <laughs> yeah. and hulk hogan and stone Cold. that's about it and then there's uh there's some crazy uwfi stuff on wednesday mm. where they they basically like matches are done within five seconds. Like you just walk in and bang, the guy kicks the guy, the guy in the head, he's knocked out. Wow. Ref stoppage. 
or like a quick submission guy. Like it's crazy. It's super fast paced. Uh, UWF was a Japanese promotion that did a yeah, lot yeah, of yeah. combat based wrestling. So, hmm. and then Thursday there's Wrestling Open, which is a, a weekly show from Beyond Wrestling that's been top 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 notch. Cool. And then uh, every week, and then Friday. There's a lot on Friday. There's three shows on Friday, which I'm probably only going to be watching GCW, probably catch up on the rest uh, probably later or on in the night or something. But yeah. there's a Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling show continuing their winter cycle uh, tour. There's a Beyond Wrestling show called Day 91 right. on Friday night as well, uh, this coming Friday. Uh, so then uh, that's a big, big, big card stacked. And then there's also the GCW uh, Fight Club Houston show on Friday. Two GCW shows. So, and then there's, yeah, there's two GCW shows. There's the Friday GCW Fight Club Houston. And then Saturday, there's the GCW If I Die First. Wow. wow. So they get a combo, uh, both of them for, I believe it was $25 Canadian I paid. I, you guys probably be closer to under 20, I believe. Yeah, 18, yeah. 19 pounds. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Lots of stuff. Good. Wow, I mean, so much going that on. There's a lot of stuff coming up. And then that's not even uh, including stardom. Mm. Um, uh wwe aew uh nxts or anything else in and then independence that i don't watch <laughs> that's loads. on other networks that's on other networks that i don't subscribe to you what? know like right well we've got us so. three on here well, who do we think will win <laughs> on wednesday out of punk and mjf um i'm hoping it's a, a bullshit uh finish yeah i think mjf where will like win. nobody gets pinned nobody loses like mjf doesn't lose mjf doesn't win like nothing happens and then they move it on to a pay-per-view where they can get some mm, real yeah, time yeah. yeah yeah and then and then get a definitive winner maybe like a mjf win yeah maybe this is where yeah. we see the inevitable but, wardlow uh mjf split oh, you know uh, yeah the wardlow M costs them the match maybe or somehow yeah. or something yeah, yeah. or you know yeah. uh, mjf comes down to the ring and says and everyone's like finally we get to see punk versus mjf and then mjf gets on the mic if actually it's going to be wardlow and wardlow's like no Hmm. Oh, um and maybe yeah. like sort of grabs him throws him towards cm punk and and that's when the split happens um that that would be interesting again but i suppose you you want you need a payoff for the cm punk and, and mjf feud before you move on to mjf versus wardlow so they're, they're gonna have yeah, to yeah, yeah I, I would like them to that. do it on pay-per-view as well but four I mean, weeks it's from revolution hard. yeah mm. that's the thing it's always hard with aew with their pay-per-views being quarterly you don't get enough um there's a little bit too much time sometimes if you want to build a big pay-per-view match and you also sometimes want to blow it off on TV as well, right? So for ratings, right? So yeah, yeah no Chim yeah. Wonder is going to make his AEW debut and interrupt the match, says Crimson Mel. <laughs> 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 I think um, and Jeff will win. Yeah, and think of the heat mm. in Chicago. It'd be awesome. Yeah, that yeah. crowd will hate. Yeah, that. that would be really It'd good. It'd be yeah, so good. Like it's such a TV all. moment. It'd be great. They'll be throwing stuff. It'll be, be awesome. Really good. <laughs> um, Necroic, thanks for phoning in, dude. All right, no worries. So I, before I go, I just got a couple of quick. Uh, I I drew I drugged out my box of figures. Oh, so oh wow! Let's go. Let's go. This is gonna be awesome. Honky Tonk Man, LJN. Wow. Nice. That's awesome. How old's that? Oh my! Oh God. wow! The original Heart Foundation LJNs as well. That's amazing. Wow. Goodness me. Piper. Oh, wow. That's so good. He's got. He's got. Uh, Podcast listeners, we'll clip this, put it into the things. Yeah. Coco be what? No. 
Who's that? Oh, I think it's Rocky. It looks like Rocky Johnson. I can't oh, tell. Oh, wow. Oh, it could be, yeah. Dude, these must be Yeah, I was going to say maybe Coco. I reckon it's Rocky Johnson. Yeah. I can't tell. The face kind of looks like Rocky Johnson. I don't know if you guys can... SD Jones, Barracley says. SD Jones. Oh, SD Jones? Okay, yeah. See, I didn't even actually know who it actually was. Yeah, it's not Rocky Johnson. It is. Yeah, it's SD Jones. got a couple of Hogan's, of course. Oh, yeah. always got the Hogan's. And then a couple of my personal favorites here before we go. Bruno San Martino. Wow. Nice. That's so cool. That's really, uh, then, really old. Uh, Bam Bam. Oh my goodness. Yes. Unbelievable. And. Cool. Big Boss Man. Was, Big did Boss they, Man. Did they do Big Boss Man in the LJNs? I honestly Must didn't know that. That's so wow. cool. Netcrack, you in the Discord. Please do. I got a whole, I got a whole thing of other ones, but. Post you them know, into the Discord them. if you if you get time. That'd be awesome. A few of the pictures. We yeah, really I'd, get to see I'd them up to, close. I'd have to take pictures of all of them, you know? Like, I got mm. King Kong King Kong Bundy. Wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I got uh, I got all sorts, man. What's I don't actually know which one this one is. Hercules? Or who's a... That I is... I think one. that is Hercules. Is it really? Um, I have oh. no idea. Sefi's uh, just said Simon Miller retained the UPW title as well. Uh, yes, it is Hercules. Yeah, LJN. Wow, they're, they're really guess, old, uh, Necro. Dynamite Kid? or Dynamite Kid, yeah, uh, that's Dynamite Kid. Wow, uh, they came with the little tag team belts as well, if I remember rightly. Uh, the uh, Brutus. Brutus Barber, Beefcake. <laughs> You've got loads, sports, dude. They're yo. probably worth a few pounds or Canadian dollars. Oh, yeah. I got a, actually got a couple of Beefcakes. Wow. That's so cool. Was Tito Santana? Wow. <laughs> So a whole bunch of them, boy. Yeah, really lots of them, guys. That's amazing. Nice one. Yeah, Thank some, you, Necro. That's really cool. Thank you for sharing them. Who's that? Or wait, which one's which? Tito Santana's, and then which one's the other one? How? <laughs> uh, oh, that's weird. I one mean, he did them's... wrestle him in both colors, didn't he? Unless that's a separate. Um, or is it the Von Erich? They might do the Von. No, they didn't do Von Erich. No, no, no. Oh, gee. Oh, yeah. Tito. No worries, boys. I just wanted to show that off for the guys. Yeah, that's amazing. Take some pictures of those. Put that in the Discord. That'd be shabby amazing. Man. Really good. Yeah, no worries. Got a lot of other stuff, just old stuff from when I was a kid, right? So my yeah, dad yeah, collected yeah. a lot of them too. Because my dad's amazing. got stacks and stacks of the old magazines as well. Wow. Oh, wow. So, Dude, yeah. awesome. That's Thank so cool. Thank anyway, you, yeah, I just wanted to shout out that wrestling that's coming up this week. Hopefully, you guys. Check out uh, the GCW maybe or whatever you guys, yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. get IWTV as well, whatever yeah. you guys are doing. Okay, yeah, yeah we'll check it. Good, There's lots of it's a nice world to check out rather than yeah, not, it's quite a, a non-exciting so. WWE. Stuff. Yeah, it's been rough <laughs> like that pay-per-view last night. Oof. It was not good. No, it was, it was fun because I watched it with my girlfriend. But if I hadn't been with my girlfriend and having a couple drinks and some smokes, uh, I don't think it would have been as fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, like I was a little tipsy and a little buzzy. But if it wasn't for that, I don't think it would like trying to watch that stone cold sober is a little bit hard. But oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's Especially at two in the morning. And I had five yeah. hours sleep. <laughs> and you guys. It. Yeah. You guys even later. It's yeah. Not yeah. Even... Oh, my goodness. Oof. Bad All right. Appreciate it. So anyway, much buddy, me call in. Nice Take care. Have a good week. Care. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye. Take care. Amazing. Thank you very much to Nat Quarek there. He's uh, uh, giving us a rundown of what we've got coming up this week and showing us some LJN figures. Uh, LJNs, of course, came right before the Hasbros. Uh, They were made of rubber, weren't they? They were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. And the the paint falls off them really easily. Uh, We have got another caller just connecting to audio right now. And here he is. He is with us. Who is it, Lawrence? 
Um, I think it's Scott Meldrew. I don't believe it. <laughs> Gimmick infringement on Martin. Please, you know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good. Apart from last night, you know, I'm okay. Good, mm. good. Very disappointing. Uh, you were quite excited the other day when we watched the well, show. Well, if you if you really to that show, I called it all the way down. Yes, I, I called everything that was going to happen. So uh, well, just call me terrible Nostradamus who just predicts terrible things to happen on wrestling shows. <laughs> yeah, well, it wasn't <laughs> great, dude. It wasn't great, was it? No, especially no, seeing as it's, it, it was a bad show anyway, but when you've got that expectation of it being the Royal Rumble, you know, and, and arguably the second most exciting uh, WWE pay-per-view of the year, you expect a bit more, don't you? Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. I, I said in my predictions, like, I'd like it to be Bianca, but yeah. it's going to be Ronda Rousey. Yeah. And I'd like it to be Big E, but it's mm. going to be Brock Lesnar. So it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, I also watched GCW um, the other week. Yeah, yeah. It was like a think? lifetime ago now, which is bizarre. It does, yeah. It yeah. Does, yeah. Long but, week. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm unfortunately one of those guys that watched it and just thought I don't think this this product's for me. Yeah. Okay. Like um, like the guys I was interested in when I walked in mm. are the same guys I'm interested in leaving, and none of the GCW original guys. Um, Connected with me in a way that I'm like, well, I've got to see their next thing. Like, Effie was the closest I came. I liked Effie. And, and then, like, but but then he got massively out to me in the ring. He got massively outworked by Jeff Jarrett. Like, yes. he looked a bit, he looked a bit, I don't want to say lost because that's cruel, but he was definitely a step behind Jarrett. And I understand that Jarrett's like, you know, very experienced and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but that's that, uh, it's going to sound really bad given his gimmick, but that's his coming out match. Yeah. If he wants to impress, that's the that's the match to do it. Yeah. One of the it, things I, I think they could have benefited with, and, and I think they did this on the first uh, ECW one night stand because they were very WWE understood that a lot of people wouldn't know what ECW was. They wouldn't have known any of the characters. And it was almost like when they're on their way to the ring, they play a sort of, I don't know, 15, 20 second clip of some of their highlights. Oh, this is Tajiri. He used to dive off yeah, a yeah. ship and blow smoke in people's face. You know, that sort of stuff. Give them a quick like bullet points on why this guy is cool and why you should give a shit about him. That would have been something bearing in mind. There would have been lots of mainstream eyes on yeah. this GCW product. You know, oh, this is, you know, Dave Jones, whatever this is, uh, and, and you know th- he loves ladder matches. He loves jumping off of high things. So watch out for that in this match. You know something like that. Just, uh... well, that, I mean, to be honest, that first the, the first ladder match where that I, I, don't, I can't even remember who it was, but there was a bump off a ladder that was obviously a botch, and it looked like the most painful thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, and that that took me out of that match immediately because I was like, I hope that guy's not hurt. I hope that guy's not hurt. Yeah, and then, yeah. Then I think he went on to win, so he can't have been that bad. But um, <laughs> it, 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 there was always something in every match where I was just like, oh, oh, that could have gone really, really wrong. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be watching one of these shows live and somebody break their neck or something like that. You know, oh, what I mean? that's why you got a call for their ladders being held. I know some people don't like the ladders being held in, gotta, in AEW, but just do it. Doesn't yeah. matter. You got. I'd, I'd rather that happen than somebody somebody break their neck or worse. Yeah, I agree. You know, these 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 spots are, are getting ridiculous now. I mean, if you go back to the WrestleMania 10 ladder match, or yeah. you know the Smack and Wacker one before that, yeah, like they're going crazy about. Oh look what they're doing with this ladder. It's, it's nothing now. Yeah, yeah. It's still yeah. in the, they're still great matches because of the stories being told. But if yeah. you look at what they're doing with the ladder, it's nothing compared to say that ridiculous uh, ladder match between Cody and um, oh my god, 
Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara. Yeah. You know, I mean, personally, I'd 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 like a bit more. I sound like such an old person, but I, I want a bit more storytelling in my match rather than I managed to hit a reverse seven twenty splash off a ladder onto another ladder and hit someone. I want yeah. it to mean something. I don't want to just be like, oh, that's a great thing that I can, I can clip for a gif. Mm, I'm with I you. don't know. I, I, don't, I don't agree with that one on that on that match, mate. I think they, it was sold. A lot of the stuff was sold. That, that match was that, that match was really well done. So that's not that's not exactly what I'm talking about. Right. But there are plenty of matches out there with like you know they've got 28 people in them, mm. and it's just spot 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 finish. It needs to be a combination of everything, doesn't it? There needs yeah. to be you need to be connected to the characters. There needs to be some sort of story going on either beforehand or during the match, and then it needs to be you know a solid. Uh, match that you can physically watch and, and follow along the moves and uh, see who's got control and yeah again rather than just the um, you know straight craziness spots. and not like they guy falling off a ladder that's what you know yeah I, I, th- I like the wide shot like you tell the wide shot of those a that AEW Sammy Guevara stuff that it's wide shot and you see the the scale you see about to have you see the cutter off that ladder unbelievable it's, yeah, yeah. It's one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in my life that was wrestling yeah mm. um but. Uh, let's see. Speaking of stories, I'm wanting, wanting stories to be better. Uh, the Royal Rumble. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> now, correct me if I'm wrong, I got, this could just be rose-tinted glasses, but it used to be in the Royal Rumble, about a quarter of the way in, you'd get a tussle between two people, and that would set up their WrestleMania match. Yeah, and then yeah, halfway man. in, there'd be two other people, and you'd get a tussle between them, and it'd set up their WrestleMania match. Mm. Nowadays, there's none of that. Like, yeah, two people who have never interacted before or, or interacted minimally and, and one of them like accidentally clocks them or something like that and then they end up having a bit of a brawl outside the ring or, or something like that and, you know, it builds be, from there. If, if if they do a match with Molly Holly and um, Nikki Ash, fair enough, because mm. that was something, I'll give them that. Yeah. It'll still be but, entertaining. It'll, but, you know, it's not going to be the greatest match in the world, but it'll be funny. I don't think they'll do that either. But, like, look at look at this... Well, who's the guy that takes the selfies? I can't think of his name. Austin been Theory. Austin Theory. If Shane McMahon's in the match, why don't you have the two of them like bump into each other and be like, "Oh no, I'm Vince's favorite." What are you talking about? I'm my dad's favorite. Yeah, yeah. They could, they could have, they could have like, you know, got into a bit of a, and then chucked each other out, and then you know, that's a good call, Barracles. A mania match call. if you want. I, I like mean, that. Gonna, uh, there's there's loads of little things they could do like that. I mean, you've got. Worryingly, it looks like we're going to have um, Omos versus AJ at Mania. Mm. Uh, you know, there's there's plenty of little things they could do. Uh, I was very surprised they they played a hardcore country, and you had the Impact belt on there. Although it was funny saying them being called the Impact Women's Championship. It's like, yeah, didn't even get the name of the belts. Right? They're not going to say knockout, are they? She's a knockout. What's that mean? You know, <laughs> true, mm, but yeah. still, if that's I mean- the branding. I was I was expecting them to call her the Impact Champion. I was expecting them to uh, her to have the belt in the end, but them playing hardcore country that was a surprise to me. Yeah. Um. But but you know, the, and the big surprise I think that it was so many people reacted to her coming out with the hardcore country music. Um. People did recognize it, and you know, uh, it used to be the you know LOL TNA, but everyone remembers that. You know, most of the people in that arena appeared to recognize that music, knew it was Mickey James. And, I thought um, they seemed confused myself. I don't think they did cheer as much. But then what's their other music? It's like, tch, 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 yeah, it's just... Yeah. Isn't it? Like a cheerleader thing. Dun, dun. It's that, isn't that... Uh, it's Hey Mickey, but without any of the... Yeah. yeah. 
and again the 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 TNA chant that broke out with with Bobby Roode and AJ Styles. You know, there's there's a massive arena there with people starting a TNA chant. You know, people I, laugh and joke about how crap Bob TNA Rude, was, which makes him sound like he's about seventy five. Yeah, like a plumber newspaper. from plumber from Bristol, Bob yeah. Roode. Yeah. Did it give you the TNA feels, Lee? Uh, a little bit, yeah. And the fact that, you know, I think the, the big thing for me, and, uh, you know, everyone knows I'm a sort of TNA fan of that sort of era, but, um, you know, it's, it is the passing joke, oh, that was a oh, typical TNA, or oh, that was rubbish. But, you know, you've got a WWE audience uh, listening to, or you know, seeing those two ex-TNA guys going at it, and they're cheering, and they're, they're chanting TNA. Because, yeah. arguably, the products that TNA had back then is better than the shit that was in that ring last night in most instances. And, um, you know, having a TNA around at this point isn't such a bad thing. They've successfully made it so that the company is, is quote unquote, the draw. You know, yeah. there is no Austin to leave. There is no Rock to leave. Mm. There is no Cena to leave. It yeah. is WWE and the the superstars that are in it. Yeah. You they know, don't yeah. care because they get 5 million episodes. None of it matters. None of it matters. No. Uh, again... No. But we'll still watch it, and we, you know, I will well, broken. You say that's the first. That's the first. I've, I don't watch their TV. That's the first show I've seen since. I don't even remember. What did the dog think, Barracles? The dog <laughs> won't shut up and never does. It'll be three in the morning, and that dog will still be going. Uh, but he's uh, watching wrestling. Great. He must. He's going. Oh my god! Spots. Really that angry is, about the Bella Twins coming back. Five barks for all I know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that dog's the bane of my existence. So. Oh, uh, oh wow. The problem is I've got one either side and they, they don't like each other and they just bark at each other all night. Well, maybe, <laughs> how do you know? Do you understand woofing? Uh, they might be saying... I could, hey, make a, I could make a comment about some things, but I won't. We'll be going, hey, uh, should we meet up later? Okay. No, it's, it's, it's like, oh, I see this guy's on the phone again. Quick, start up. <laughs> they might be debating which Omega versus Okada match was the best out of, uh, out of the trilogy of matches that what, they the had. Tokyo be... Bone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Oh dear. Oh, yeah, well, I like that. that was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll get the, the rare secondary laugh. You get the secondary yeah, yeah. laugh, Pericles. That's a good New one. Japan bone wrestling. That's a different thing. <laughs> anyway. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> Moving swiftly on. But, but um, where was Asuka? Is Asuka still hurt? I think she's still injured. Yeah. Still yeah. But then again, I think um, Drew isn't 100%, but they yeah, got him in there. There's no, but Drew was in there and then he was out. He didn't exactly do much. No. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. People are saying over it, great. Yeah, she did, but she didn't. You know, she got put on the outside apron and fell backwards. Yeah. Like people are like, bring her in for Mania. It's like, don't hurt this poor woman. She's been going a long time. Mm. Dogs yeah, barking yeah. mad at Frey Bento's pies, according to Head of Steel. And uh, Miss Price is scary to think NXT, no, no NXT. First year with no NXT entrance. It's doing two rumbles. Is this Vince sticking it to his son-in-law? God knows what Triple H's mind is. Well, mm-hmm. I hate you for giving me grandchildren. I'm going to not put any NXT wrestlers <laughs> into this wrestling match. Well, NXT, NXT isn't Triple H's anymore. You know what I mean? NXT's, Triple H's NXT's dead. And he must yeah. know that. He, he can't be coming back to be doing any kind of creative. He must just be like, I've got my stock. Mm. Why do I need to do this? If yeah. he is as fragile as people people might be saying he is, um, then maybe maybe he's just, I've earned my retirement. I'm gone. Yeah. Chill out. Yeah. Yeah. And he, could have and done some beer and do a podcast. <laughs> it's, oh, a, a Triple H podcast would be an amazing amount of like dodging questions, wouldn't it? It would, yeah. <laughs> So what's your dad like? Um... <laughs> Welcome uh, to uh, 
How to play. <laughs> How to wow. play the game. Triple H plays board games every single week. Join him live on YouTube. I've watched that. Mousetrap. Triple H playing Mousetrap. So, it reminds uh, me of uh, the IT crowd where Moss does the uh, the show on um, on like board games. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I am anyway. one of those people. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, um, Rumble. Unless you're like one of about three people, you mm. don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's it true. Matter. It's it's massively annoying because they've got they've got one of the most talented. Despite all the people they got rid of in the last few years, they've got one of the most talented rosters they've ever had. Mm. Like, I know, but dude, it's it's the Fed. It's always going to be like, it doesn't matter. Stories don't matter. They don't yeah, matter. But the here's, the thing. here's where I'm getting at now. We're now at a point where we're coming, to, coming up to... Uh, I mean, I'm, a, I'm not be Oliver Cromwell. For me, WrestleMania might be cancelled. Because wow. we're, 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 coming up to, we're coming up to that season. And as far as I can see, there's nothing. I put a, I put a stat in, in the chat room earlier. Brock and Roman have had seven matches. Jesus. Now, yeah. I think only four of them have been single matches, mm. and then they've been like t- three ways and, and, and four corners. Yeah. But, you know, I've seen it. Uh, and there is no there is no Daniel Bryan anymore, or mm. Canadian wrestler X, who, whose name I won't mention. Yeah. Or even a Jericho, to be like, okay, this 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 year, you're going to get the, the work rate match. To, for 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 better use of the term, the match where at least you're going to get a good wrestling match out of this. Yeah, because it won't be AJ because he'll probably be with Omos, mm. and I can't see them putting on a, a four star classic. So you can watch wrestling elsewhere, though, mate. Now, what we've you know, obviously, we know there's loads of other wrestling elsewhere. Oh, I do. I mean, that's, that's why that's why I gave the GCW a go. I mean, I could did did, uh, did anybody catch Terminus? The other one? No, no, no. Uh, Terminus was had its own problems. Had its own. T- it started very late. But I really loved the matches. It was just go. It was you got fifteen minutes go, and they were just from the start. They were trying to win because they knew the match was going to be quick, and it was rope breaks and counters and reversals, which is my kind of thing. When it comes to wrestling, obviously, with the problem with that is there's no characters or anything like that. Yeah, no storylines. So to me, you needed you need a good mix. Yeah, net credit said terms could have been good, great concept. I think we talked about the rules. Yeah, it sounds quite yeah, good. We did. Again, there's so much to watch though, wasn't there? I mean. Mm. Goodness Lots me. of wrestling, yeah. and we've got to start our own wrestling again soon, Lee. Why is Mister Priceless talking about uh, talking like Yoda? Jonathan Gresham's <laughs> company terminus. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, uh, right, um, thank, you, thank you for phoning, Barracles. Can I just can I just say uh, th- thanks for the um, dimen- dimension in the arena? Of <laughs> That's course, okay. <laughs> there's no way I could afford those seats with the way I lose all my money on bets. But you know, thank you very much. I think uh, actually I appreciate won't be able to have slammers anymore because of, of course, uh, we're now not affiliated on Twitch, so all uh, channel points are null and void. Ooh. We might need to look at a different way of doing things. We will have Fair a way enough. of maybe doing things in terms of booking matches and having a say what happens in the MLS Arena. But that will come in due, due course, Ellie. Eh, Fair due, enough. Yes, it will. Due it will. course. Breaking news? No, no I don't feel no, quite about no, them all. Breaking news doesn't mean... The due course doesn't mean breaking news. It means... No, I just mean you saying that because we're no longer affiliated... We can't do the the slammers thing. I didn't even realise that. We had yeah, to not be yeah. affiliated to multi-stream. Oh, I got. I, I understand that, but I didn't. Re- I didn't realise because of that, uh, you couldn't do the betting thing. I thought that was a, a third-party application thing. I can have a look at maybe as a third-party application. I could do. I'll, I'll look into that. Uh, okay, I'll leave need, you alone. That's all right, mate. I now need to look into how to put all those things uh, 
good made into our uh, MLS arena. So that's the next plan this week. So, uh, but yeah, <laughs> thank you, Barracles. Thank you very nice much. Man. I'll Cheers, talk to you next week. Bye, mate. See you later. Bye. And our third and final call. <laughs> Who is it? It is coming up. Three guesses, but I want to know what he thinks of uh, Frey Bentos Pies. Oh, third party currency at least. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, good. Said so I can help with third party currency. Is he there? The Frey Bentos Pies man. Uh, he is now. Yeah. Hello. Who's this? It's the franchise. That's a so negative about the Royal Rumble. It was you, shit, I'm... franchise. You probably, had, you probably had a sandwich and thought, oh, this is great, this sandwich. You got confused with the Royal Rumble. Yeah, they have some sandwiches while I watched, uh, watched the first. I watched the ones Royal Rumble, then I fell asleep because I had to go into work. But uh, then when I came Wait, back later, you went I to work straight Rumble. after the Royal, uh, during the Royal Rumble. I went to bed. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, because I had a um, uh, thing had to do some interview thing. So right, for work. Okay, so. Yeah, so I, I enjoyed it, to be honest. It felt like the minish, it felt like more of the mum's Raw Rumble with the women's Raw Rumble. The mum's There was a lot of mums in there. There was a lot of mums in there. Or MILFs. Uh, oh, no, mums. don't say that. <laughs> you can't say that. <laughs> oh, no, um, franchise. So on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you rate the, the mums in the Raw Rumble franchise? Five. Five. Yeah, but I, I I actually enjoyed it. I think this should have been personally for me the Raw, Women's Royal Rumble match. You should have had some more NXT talent on it because I was thinking the Royal Rumble's always one of these things where you push the next generation of talents. So, so felt, what do you think about Brock Lesnar and Ronda Rousey winning then the next generation of talent? Well, Ronda, I think she needs to get back a win from um from Big Time Bex. Right? Why? I don't because you think about it. She hints, big time Bex hints that she's been there three years as champion, no one beating her. Yeah. I could see that and I could see, and some people might disagree with me. I think I could see Charlotte versus Lita at the Ro- at WrestleMania. Wrong. What? what? I, I, Vince McMahon hey, could be listening to this and thinking, yeah, this is good um, good booking stuff. It but, could be. Um, yeah, but I think with the men's Royal Rumble, I think Wait, it was like. Hang on, stop. You <laughs> said, stop. You just what? said. The Royal Rumble should be used to build new talent. And now, what? within 30 seconds, you've just said, oh, no, it should be Lita versus Charlotte. Now explain. I think that's what I think that's where they're heading towards. But, but how I is it building new talent then? Because, no, but that's because there was no NXT talent in the Rumble, which I was quite surprised. No, I'm not. <laughs> I, think NXT, I think NXT 2.0, I think that should have been some NXT talent in there at least, but... It felt like there was like a lot of older wrestlers, but hope next year that did you consider having some NXT talent on there? Okay. So Glenn wants to know, um, he said, yeah. can you ask Franchise what a Royal Rumble sandwich would look like? Well, it would have um, plenty of sauce with um, like bacon, <laughs> hot sauce. <laughs> um, it'd be a mixture of everything, pickles. Um, trying to figure out what I'm going to have on it. Um, Garlic sausage, um, pastrami. That's a meal, not a sandwich. It's ain't a sandwich. It's like there. It's great, uh, and with some sauerkraut on it as well. Oh, Glenn's just beat me to it. Surely you'd add a, fl- a new flavour to it every two minutes. Well done. Well <laughs> yeah. done. Yeah. No, because I'd be bloated if I had that there. But true. Because true. I, I had work. But no, but I think the thing I personally thought they waited. Bobby Lashley versus Brock Lesnar. I think that was a wasted match for for a first time once a lifetime match. 
Mm. They should have put that on. So to be honest, if it was me, I would have had that at the chamber because the Saudi crowd would have loved that. So like um, once a lot is literally because Bobby's quite big over there as well. So I reckon you could have easily had that, but I just thought it was a bit wasted having it on. But it makes me think, what was the original plans for day one? If uh, Roman wasn't, um, if Roman didn't caught COVID, how things might have been a bit different. I think we would have been in the same situation we're in right now. Head of steel just says about your sandwich. None of the ingredients complement each other. Well, yeah, you're wrong, but no, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, but I think no, I'm I'm actually enjoying it. So, um, I think like as we're heading to WrestleMania, I think it's going to be quite interesting to see which night which matches will headline night one and headline night two because I think there's some. Why is that interesting to you? Please explain. Because I think that because it depends. Do you have like um, Ronda on night one, or do you have her on night two, or do you have him um, Brock on night one or night two? It'd be interesting to see which match complements each other at the end of the day. Because I think there's some at the moment it's looking to be like so there's gonna be some good matches on there. Right. I think there's gonna be some like Bad Bunny. I could see Bad Bunny wrestle at uh, WrestleMania or Johnny Knoxville. Um, I, could call, I could call that. No, I don't know. I, you could. The thing is, everything's big in um, Texas. But the thing I was more, even more surprised that there's no um, Hall of Fame announcement of anyone at all. Because normally you get around this, especially the Roman. You always hear at least one big name for the Hall of Fame, and it's nothing. It's just literally it's all silence. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Uh, yeah, normally, normally, but again, maybe they were gonna. We, we read about in the news that they were gonna offer Jeff Hardy a Hall of Fame place. Maybe that was the one that they were wanted to announce first of all. But you know, Jeff Hardy's not up for it. Yeah. Um, Glenn's just mm. said we need a honker meter for when you call in now, franchise. Your your views are very controversial to the MOS yeah. army. Well, I'm I'm like the um, I'm like the John Cena of um, the MOS. You probably will love me or hate me, but that was something I was even more surprised. Where, why did the Nazi John Cena appear um, the Royal Rumble? He's got he's, better he's, things to do. No, he could have come as Peacemaker. That would have been epic. Now, why that would that be epic? Rumble. Explain. Why? Uh, do you not you, watch you Peacemaker? Make, you make these bold statements and then you never right. back them up. Okay. You if need to say something. This would be great because of what? Because at the moment, because he's like been trolling fans over, dressed up as Peacemaker. It would be an epic match. Like, because he comes as Peacemaker. Have you not watched the series so far? No, I've not seen Peacemaker yet. I'm watching Ozark well, right now. You want to watch it, mate? When you watch it, then you'll see how good it is. I will uh, you, check yeah. that. I'm sure I will enjoy it. Yeah. So till you watch it, that's where you will understand where I'm coming from. You'll see the lights. You'll see how good it is as well. So, and plus, well, it has um, the guy from the Terminator in it as well, the T1000. Oh, Robert Patrick. Patrick. So, oh, yeah, yeah, so he's in it as well. But um, I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. To be honest, like, I, I, re- I really want to go what see What are you looking forward to? You just said it. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing, like, especially the build now for WrestleMania because I think right. it'd be because you got the, you've got the chamber, the WrestleMania chamber, yeah, and then you've got WrestleMania, but it's gonna be good for two night event. I, it'd be in like at the moment if you think about it, what matches could you see like there, um, like Shane O'Mac, like you like say yeah, okay, you don't like Shane O'Mac, but I I, I predicted some of my friends that I would see Shane O'Mac in a Royal Rumble, and I think it's good because you see him jump off like some big stand in the Texas arena. And um, do something with someone, but you never know. It could be Shane O'Mac versus Austin Theory. But why are we not getting a new guy jumping off the thing? Why is Shane O'Mac in it? He's rubbish. He's been in it for years, mate. He's crap. Yeah, but he is. He wants his mania moments again and again. The thing is, sometimes oh, it's just so incestuous. Well, this what Fox, this what Fox and um, USA. Black kind of language. There's Fox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
But no, I, I to be honest, I think that there's some good matches that I'm looking forward to seeing Mania. But the thing is, having Ronda back for one year, that's good because it helps Fox. And why is that good to help win. Fox? They've got millions of why why is that good to help Fox? Explain. Because, because you need that star power on but SmackDown. Why are you trying to help a TV channel? Do you want to help your, your watching wrestling to enjoy watching wrestling? Not to help a TV channel. But it's also it's also Vince McMahon's in the sports entertainment business. You're talking nonsense right now, franchise. You really are what? helping Fox. Sorry, mate. I, I give but, you the Fox are paying so much money at the moment for him, WWE, like to like for SmackDown. So but everyone thinks you're a troll. I've ever we're not sure we don't, we're not sure if you mean any of this, what you're saying right now. Well, the thing is sometimes you gotta look at it from the backside, but I think it's will from the be backside. From, from yeah, like backstage thing, you've got to look at it from the other point. Thing is, Fox Fox is one of the biggest. Um, they pay a lot for SmackDown, so does USA Network. So you need to have that big. Like you tell me on SmackDown, who's the biggest star on SmackDown at the moment? Uh, Brie Bella. Brock Lesnar now. Oh. No, uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, but, but if you take Roman Reigns out, but you tell me it's like no. who's the main. Why are you guy? taking what? Roman Reigns out? You just said who's the main champion? Yeah, but, but, saying, he's a, but he's not a mainstream name that you need on that card. It's like that's what I mean. It's just sometimes you got sometimes that I think that's what you need. It's like you need to have that big talent. Like Biggie's moving SmackDown, I think that's good. But it's like the thing is with Fox and USA uh, Network, right? You want to get the value for money, right? In the chat room, it's just come yeah. up and said that you said looking at it from the backside, the franchise story, and Fran yeah. the Can has just come back and said talking from your backside, the franchise story. <laughs> the, 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 I think sometimes it's like that's what I think that's what Vince wants. And are, are, for, are you in kayfabe now? Are you kayfabing us? Is that I'm not. Because it's I don't know. I think it's gonna. I think that's what I mean. Because it's like you say. Is WWE going to be up for sale in the next year? Could it be? But why does that make it good for you if they sell some millions of pounds to make some multi-billionaire more rich? I don't know. It makes it good for like for people like um, Peacock and um, them because they've learned. But why is that good for you? Explain. Well, I think I don't know. I think it's good for us overall because it's like people watch other other wrestling products. (laughs) Enough. I'm turning into Martin now. Enough. Yeah. Um, I don't know. But, but, yeah, but you, you've got you've got this. What I mean, you think about NXT. Red alert. All I just hope. Have we had enough of franchise? The alarm's going off late. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh <laughs> franchise. What? I don't know. You just got to you've got to look at it from a little point. The thing is that NXT. I'm just hoping at the moment NXT starts um, being that good shows it used to be i think if they go back to doing a um, house show that's going to be good for them in the long got, term. right Steffi's just said i'm, I'm criticizing him because he doesn't drink the aw kool-aid no it's because he's talking nonsense i don't <laughs> i don't watch aw that much exactly I, I watch impact but I do, I do catch aw now and again when i got time but like i don't know it's just everyone's difference like you can love ev- some people love coca-cola and some people love pepsi maybe i'm just in the minority on that note, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, franchise, you're the best. You are the best. <laughs> One of a kind. That's what I mean. Absolutely, yes. like Rob Van Dam. Yep. But I, no, no, but I think at the moment it's like. Yes. Yes. Oh, wait, wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Stop. What? <laughs> so, wait. Are you saying for you, Fran, Fran the Cancer said, what's better for you, 
Fox getting more money or the show being better? Because what you're, you, this whole call you've been saying is better for the, these people to make more money, better for Fox, or the show being more enjoyable to watch. Well, I think both in some ways, but I think it's more getting the best product. But how do you get the thing is that you've got to have more the right stars on the right products. But at the moment, NXT is the future of WWE, unfortunately. Oh, oh. I don't, but you look yeah, at NXT. Mate, it's, 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 it's time. We Let's get back to this next week. It's time. Okay. Time. time. Well, in a month's time, in, after Elimination Chamber, let's see like if your opinion changes that you're not going to look forward to WrestleMania. Okay. Okay. I'll look forward to WrestleMania because of hanging around with all the MOS army and MOS community and and that yeah. sort of thing. But maybe not because I'll see Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar again. So, and on yeah. that note, Lee, thank okay. you very much, franchise. Thank you, franchise. That was brilliant. Bye, mate. <laughs> Done. Oh, franchise. Yes. Got to love franchise, haven't you? Um. Okay, so I think with that, Lawrence, we were tired before it even started. Well, it's, it's just <laughs> I just baffled. I lo- I mean, but I'm baffled by it. I'm baffled by um, baffled. Yeah, I'm yeah. baffled by franchises wrestling views, and it's entertaining. It is entertaining. Maybe it is. It's good. It's good content. Um, thanks for sticking with us, everyone. Um, stay tuned to the MOS Network. Subscribe to our podcast feed. Just uh, search for Ministry of Slam or the MOS Network on all your podcast feeds. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. Make sure you subscribe there. We are uh, youtube.com forward slash the MOS Network, twitch.tv forward slash the MOS Network. Um, check out all our socials as well facebook.com forward slash MOS Network and uh, Twitter. And uh, we've got a couple of accounts over there at Ministry of Slam and at the MOS Network. Uh, make sure you follow us. Big stuff coming up uh, during the week. I'm going to be on Andy's uh, retro chat. That's going to be coming up on the MOS Network on Wednesday yeah. night at eight o'clock. Talking about Bobby Heenan and Jim Cornette. And uh, yeah, that's it. Let's um, get some sleep, Lawrence, because we're we've lost a lot of sleep due to the Royal Rumble. We've lost sleep because of Royal Rumble, and um, yeah. we've lost bon our heart because of franchises. We've lost our smile. But you know what brings us back our heart, Lee? Go on. The rest of the MOS community, not franchise. The, MO- the MOS army. Yeah. 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 No, franchise, we love you. We're joking. We You're do. The be- You're the best. No weeks to wrestle us, everyone says. And uh, and good. Thank you very much for being on the show. And uh, thank you, everyone. Thank you, Stay Lee. tuned for the MOS arena. It's coming up. Thank you, everybody. Bon yeah. we. See you later, bon guys. Wee, everybody. And thank you, podcast listeners as well. You guys are awesome as well. So you guys you help us out so much. Goodbye, everybody. I don't know why I'm pointing at the camera. because It's a podcast. They can't see me. But <laughs> bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs>